The shooting star one. Yeah, well, that's like the iconic one. Yeah. Well, remember, Kaylin, I do have a birthday coming up. I mean, like, yeah, in a while. No, it's coming up. Sure. Yeah. I mean, aren't all birthdays always coming up? Well, mine's coming up before yours. That's true. Another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothing. With me is my co-host. Dara Whitman. Dara, how's it going? You know, I'm good. You good? Yeah, that I'm good. That's good. I am currently filled with emotions. What else is new? Um it's fair. <laughs> That's a good point. So but today I am particularly filled with emotions because we have just finished watching Gravity Falls. The whole thing. Just like the entire thing. Guys, you can spoil everything now. All of it. Now just drop spoilers. Even though it's not spoilers for me because I've seen it. Right. Exactly. Now you just, just talk about it. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Today we are going to talk about the Gravity Falls uh, season two, episodes 19, episodes 20, which is Weird Mageddon part two, Escape from Reality, and Weird Mageddon part three, Take Back the Falls. Yeah. So um, any any general just... First feelings we want to get out there before we dive into well, this. Well, I was a bit concerned. Yes. About stuff. Yes. And, like, I think with, like, what I've gotten, I can come to, I don't think, it's kind of thing of, like, it wasn't exactly what, I think I thought there was going to be a couple more twists. Yeah. Which, like, there wasn't. Mm-hmm. For the most, I'd say really not at all. Okay. But. We, yeah, we, we kind of got our, our, like, twists out of the way. Yeah. But, like, I'm happy with the way that it ended. Good. I w- I'm satisfied. But good. Mm-hmm. That's important. It's it's hard to have a, a satisfying. Like I thought, there'd be more about like how Ford was like involved with Bill, but I think like what we learned, yeah, I know that was is your- all that was. And I and like like as for me right now, that's enough. I'm like okay, yeah, that's fine. Right. This is fine. I'm so confused about the aliens. We'll talk about okay. it. Okay. All right. I mean, like fair point. But so let's get started. I mean, last time we left off, uh, like Weird Mageddon was a thing. Like, and it, it was, was weird. It was so weird. Like, things were weird. There was monsters. People were, like, getting turned to stone or, like, other materials. And... Mainly materials. And they were... And Bill was building, in, like, an iron throne of people. Yeah. That's kind of messed up. Yeah. Uh, but now... And, and also, Mabel had been put into this weird shooting star orb, a prison of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dipper... Wendy and Seuss were on their way to free her. Yeah, and that was only a prison because Gideon wanted her in a prison, correct? Well, I think, I mean... Because why trust specifically Mabel? Well, Mabel was also, I mean, she is part of the thing that is a threat to Bill's power. So if he can get her locked up... So is Gideon. Yeah, but, but... If you make him believe he's on your... Also, we technically didn't talk about the circle thing, but we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. We're going to... We'll get there. Just Mm -hmm. join us on this journey, and we will deliver you to your destination. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so, like... And also, it was technically a torture chamber. Um, Just wasn't disguised as such, but we're going to come. We're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to get there, because we are going to pick back up on the fourth day of Weird Mageddon. On the fourth day of Weird Weird Mageddon, Mageddon. when your love gets to me. (laughs) 
cockroaches. Um, I don't, I'm not afraid of cockroaches, though. Really? I, I don't you like can squish them. That's true. That's my theory on bugs. I'm not a big roach. I'm not a big fan of roaches. Yeah, um, but roaches are... I, like, respect them. Like, they can do their own thing, but But please. it's, like, a thing of, like, are you scared of, like, this versus this? Like... Yeah. I'm... I'm I, well, I just live with the general fear of everything. Just how I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Except candy. Mm. Well, that could kill you if you eat too much of it. Yeah, I mean, like, if you look at it, anything can kill you. So I take the risk. Stay inside. <laughs> the more you know. But then how um, are we going to go to Oregon and do a Gravity Falls tour? The gra- the- there has to be some place in Oregon that does, like, a Gravity Falls the thing. The Gravity F- Falls tour. There's some trees. Some more trees. Oh, there's a gnome. Wait, no. That was a child. Never mind. Okay, here we go. Um. So, anyway, so we're back in the fourth day of Weird Weirdmageddon. Oh, we no, that's see- not what I wanted. Oh, uh, what did you want? I said Gravity Falls tour. <laughs> but it's Gravity Falls, Costa Rica. Oh. Gravity, it's a waterfall. Ju- it's waterfall jumping. Oh. That's, that's not what we wanted. How dare you not know what we want? Dang it. Um, so, but as, as things are happening, um, we kind of see that, like, people are, are trying to survive. And some of them are going insane. Like, the one guy, like, the farmer guy, he is... Uh, talking about accepting our triangular overlords and all that Somebody kind of stuff. Was so, going he's like, to. so he's like, hey, you don't be a great idea. Let's uh, just cut everything into triangles. And mm-hmm. surely that is what our overlords would like. Um, but he has swiftly turned to stone. So mm-hmm. that, that I don't think that is what they, they want there. So um, And they are thus taken to the pyramid. Uh, then we kind of get a look into what Bill is up to when we see him. He's basically, he's partying. That's one of the big things they want to do is that there's coming to earth and they're partying they're turning the people into stone putting them on this big throne there's plenty of cocaine and hookers oh yeah we just can't see it because it's like off screen but we assure you it's there damn you s and d <laughs> so but yeah bill is kind of he's ready to make the next step of his plan which is taking this domination expanding it just from gravity falls to the rest of the world yes uh but here's the thing it doesn't really work. No. Because gravity falls exists in some kind of bubble. Some kind of some kind of weirdness bubble that doesn't really let things escape from it. Question. Yeah. Yes, you there. Yeah. <laughs> the only other person oh, yeah. well, in the room? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's up? Okay, so how did the bubble get there? Um, it so I think it Ford explains it, I think, in the next episode that basically like gravity falls. There, it has like a weirdness magnet, basically. So it pulls all the weirdness in. And I think that's because, so it kind of creates. So gravity that. falls the hell mouth. Yes. And that's our explanation for a good chunk of stuff. Yeah, basically. Cool. Okay. I'm fine with that. We got it. Yeah, that's um, fine. So, yeah, but so they can't leave. So as they're trying to escape, they, you know, it's just this f- f- like force that keeps like pushing them back in. Oh. So that's. Sorry, I got, I got. <laughs> I'm sorry. Studio Ghibli collection coming to Netflix. Oh, I thought it wasn't coming to the U.S. Oh, it's not. Sorry. False alarm, people. False alarm. <laughs> anyway, can keep going. We've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, ready. We gotta go. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of on, on Bill's next thing. Um, so, but Dipper, Wendy, and Seuss, they enter the prison bubble. Uh, and after a couple steps in, the ground shatters and they fall through mm-hmm. and looks it's falling and they don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna turn out um but then they fall on uh like 
just just bouncy just bouncy a, house just a bouncy house material mm-hmm. where all the ground seems to be made of bouncy house okay um and then we are introduced to the world of this bubble um because everything is just like bright and happy and just like a good it's time like around. a fantasy it <laughs> this seems like something exactly Mabel would like, because there's like 80s music playing everywhere. There's all kinds of cute animals doing things. We get to see the return of Aoshima, uh, which was the like the dolphin with the giant muscular arms that oh, we yeah. saw um, in the inconveniencing. Duck Detective is there. There's a giant Waddles. We've been wondering where Waddles is. We have found him. Now he's I didn't big. even realize that was actually Waddles. Like, I, I also so just did they thought, kidnap Waddles? I mean... You can't have Mabel without Waddles. That's fair. And vice versa. So. That's also fair. And we also have um, Xyler and Kraz, who we've only seen a few times before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they offered to take them on the grand tour of Mabelland. Yay! Uh, we, and this place seems fine, right? I'd say it's a nice place if you want to, like, go on a vacation for a couple, mm-hmm. like, for, like, a week, like, a long weekend. Yeah. Like, leave on a Thursday, come back Sunday or Monday. Mm-hmm. Nice vacation. Yeah, Mabelland is the exact world you'd picture an overimaginative, um, hyperactive 12-year-old girl to have. Mm-hmm. It's fun. So on the tour, we, we kind of are, are seeing this place. It's, it's very imaginative, very bright. Um, and the, it's described as better than perfection, and there are no rules. Except no, for one. But it's nobody would ever do it, so there's no use talking about there it. There probably is, though. So. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So, but also those rules include, like, no traffic laws. And, like, I'm pretty sure murder is legal. Um, Nobody's, who's going to murder in that land? Who's going to murder? Let's be honest. Um, so, and but Dipper is super suspicious. He's like, obviously, I mean, this is the making of Bill Cipher. We cannot trust anything. Like, don't eat the food. Don't do this. Don't do that. We have to get in here, save Mabel, and get out. Because obviously this is some kind of weird torture land. But you know, accurate. Which is like... Sometimes being super pessimistic all the time has its advantages. Good job, Dipper. Um, so they storm. Uh, so Mabel is located at kind of the tallest point of the tallest tower mm-hmm. in a very princess like fashion. Um, so they storm the tower to get her, and you know they have to fight off waffles. Just yeah, waffle guards and this and that. But they're able to find Mabel who is sleeping peacefully, and they try to pick her up and get out. But once she comes to, she kind of um she kind of puts a stop to everything we can see that she actually has power over this world she has well she's the mayor she is the mayor she's actually the uh, mayor of Mabelland. um and a lot of how this world is working is basically she's in control mm-hmm. but also i'm wondering like the with the waffle guards do they have real knives or plastic knives because she's 12 so when you they're probably like butter knives okay they're like they're like butter knives i think so yeah. that's fine. You can't like. Also cannibalism. Technically, kind of. Sentient eating. Yeah, a little a little, yeah. Well, that raises some they are waffles. questions. They're well, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Mabel kind of introduces them to the world of Mabelland, how she's the mayor, and kind of how she likes it because, you know, this is basically her greatest dream come true and she's you know was really upset about everything that had happened um about zipper maybe potentially being ford's apprentice and all that stuff so she's she's pretty cool with where she's at now um she's you know she's pretty willing to stay uh and (laughs) we also see the introduction of uh dippy fresh yeah (laughs) 
I didn't really like him. Yeah, it's who's supposed to be like the cool version of Dipper, and Dipper does not like him at all. Neither do I. Was that just Alex Hirsch? Uh, who voiced Dippy Fresh? Because like I would say like maybe it was Jason Ritter doing like a different kind of voice, but it didn't it sound didn't sound like him. It was it was Alex Hirsch. Yeah, good catch. What? Although yeah, what a doubt. It's probably Alex. Um, but basically. She can summon everything. Like uh, she talks about how this place knows kind of what you want before you know what you want. Yeah. Um. So you know things are things appear and she and it's like oh cool that's really cool. Um. And so Wendy starts agreeing with Dipper and being like no something is wrong here we need to get out of here mm-hmm. like Gravity Falls is in danger you know this place probably like there's something wrong there's something off about mm-hmm. this place but before she can you know kind of lay out her case mm-hmm. uh we see there's like this monster truck rides up and somehow miraculously all of the other teenagers are there although that we knew know for a fact that they were turned to stone yeah and now reside on the throne of bill cypher um and they kind of offer they they have fake ids explosives um, and other pranks and other prank pranking materials um so their plan is to go to the high school destroy it and stick a plunger on the principal's head which is something wendy has always wanted to do so she's tempted and she's like i'll do this i'll be right back so she runs off listen priorities and then seuss you know he he assures dipper that he is going to be committed to the mission um i know something emotional doesn't happen (laughs) and then uh the door opens and then we see this like very muscular luchador looking person who's Uh, who says Seuss Mijo? Oh. <laughs> and so I think it doesn't say what it, what it said. Like, did it say Dad on his thing or Padre or something? I, I, I think it's like Poppy or something. Poppy, yeah, yeah. So because Seuss had no idea what his father like, really didn't know his father. You just imagined him as being like super muscular and having the face of a guy he saw not on a chocolate tin. So this isn't Seuss's father, but it looks like everything Seuss imagined his father to look like. It's so sad. Um, and then so he offers him to play catch with him. So it's it's basically just tugging at the heartstrings. This this one to me was like super like cruel. <laughs> like the thing with Wendy is like kind of funny, um, but like this is like just like there's there's a cruelty to this, right? Because I get I get uh, yeah, but I think like the other thing. Like, the only other thing I could think of was just, like, something super comical yeah. with Zeus. So maybe it's kind of like, let's not do something comical with Zeus because he's, like, the comic relief. Let's actually right. tug at your emotional strings. No, it was it was definitely the right choice. But it, but it was one of those moments where, like, oh, like, that's a little that's a little real there. That's, yeah. So, but, like, you know, as far but as... But also, like, if you didn't... I feel like if you didn't do anything else, it kind of, like downgrades Zeus that you get just like the comic relief when like we know that Zeus is a character exactly so yeah no exactly so um it was like one of those things that it's like oh they like that was good that they did that but it was like oh still tugs at the heartstrings Mm -hmm. so because it's it's Zeus's you know greatest wish greatest desire whatever so Zeus is like I can't not do this so he's he's goes goes off um and then you know Mabel says that there's hear that there's something for everyone mm-hmm. everyone's greatest desires are here so she starts to like open a door that was going to reveal dipper's kind of greatest desire or whatever uh and dipper just straight up looks away like he wants no part of it Nuh-uh. no so he's denying it and he again yeah go ahead sorry no good uh and he rejects it and he he leaves yeah 
I was going to say, again, this place is like a nice, like, vacation place. Like, yeah. that'd be fun if there was, like, a mine thing that you can, like, sit in for, like, a few, like, you sit in there for a few days, mm-hmm. and, like, you get all the nutrients that you need to, like, survive for those few days, but then you're just, like, kind of, like, in a weird, like, fantasy world as mm-hmm. a vacation. Yeah. Or, like, my dream of just, like, renting a beach house for a couple, like, for a weekend. Nice. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be fun. And, like, the, like just, like, chill. Yeah, like, you can even go, like, either, like, early in the summer, like, late in the summer when, like, there's not a ton of people there. I've gone, like, in, like, the fallish winter with, like, my mom and my one friend. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's chill. Sounds like fun. You, you, you drink some wine, even though I don't like wine. I got a sangria thing. It was good. Ooh, sangria. Some shitty Chinese food. Nice. Maybe pizza instead. Nice. Oh, that sounds good. Um, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Before we are, we too are lured into Mabelland. So in the pyramid, uh, Bill is kind of pissed about he's not able to leave Gravity Falls. He's trying to figure out, he doesn't know why that is and what could be causing that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the only person he knows who can is Ford. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's trying to figure out what he's going to do next. And then he finds out that Gideon let the pines go and they have um, entered that Dipper, Wendy, and Seuss have entered the bubble, mm-hmm. but Bill isn't too concerned about that. Because you need some strong, like, nice willpower. You need the will, a will of titanium to resist its temptations. Aww. Um, so it's... Uh, you know what? Oh, I just thought about something, but it's going to really, really offend you, so I'm not going to say it. What is it? Hmm? What is it? That scene in Percy Jackson. <laughs> No, no, I said that. I, I like, thought of that, though. Like, what, no. When they ate the thing and then Poker Face starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's when, when they, like, took the drinks and I was like, it's all a lotus flower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's funny because I was thinking that, too. But I knew it would offend you. Uh, you if you want to hear a, a sidebar, if you want to hear a fun fact of the day, it's the one-year anniversary since I saw the Lightning Thief uh, musical. <laughs> I watched. I that went, was good. That was actually really good. <laughs> it's so okay no well it's okay no i'm I'm not gonna say the whole thing but it's funny because the movie was all like yeah great gods you have powers and stuff and the musical is more like the book and then it's like we're all kind of the bastard children of gods we've got some daddy issues (laughs) and it's music about having daddy issues it's great would recommend check it out anyway back to gravity falls um (laughs) those actors are doing fine (laughs) yeah they're doing all right um so they, I'm thinking about Percy Jackson. Thank you. Um, See, I don't want to upset you, but now I did. No, no, it's fine. Well, I like the books and the musical was good. The, the, <laughs> the poker plan. Poker <laughs> so it was popular. It, yeah, yes, it was. It was very popular at the time. So, but no, Bill Cipher just describes um, the bubble as one of his most diabolical traps yet. So, Accurate. so we know, like we kind of going in, we we're probably assuming like, yeah, that's probably not great, but it seems like everyone's happy. But now we know we're like, yeah, this place is messed up. So, uh, Dipper kind of, once he kind of gets on his own, he heads down to Giggle Creek where like every time that you skip a stone, it has like little baby giggles. Also, every stone you skip is perfect. Yes. Can you skip stones? Uh, oh, I haven't done it in a really long time. Neither have I, but like I've done it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's all in the wrist. Yeah. You got an, an angle too. You got to yeah. get the right angle. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that brings back some, brings back some memories. If you ever come back to my house, like during the summer, we've got several creeks nearby. Do you? Yeah. Does I mean, it, I think it's one creek. Does it have good skipping rocks though? Uh, I think it depends on, depends on where you go. Hmm. Hmm. You know, so Dipper kind of is noting kind of how perfect everything is. Um, and you, you know, there's obviously something that's, that's off about that. 
so Wendy comes back. Mm-hmm. And she kind of, like, agrees. Um, you know, she shares that she also doesn't like this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, talks... And then we're like, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then she talks about how smart Dipper is. And, you know, if he was older, he would be like, you know, totally her type. And, you know, here in Maybelline, you can you can do whatever you want. Like, he could be older and they could be together. Um, so, you know, there's like the sinking suspicion that maybe that's not Wendy. No. It's not. Maybe it's a bunch of bugs. <laughs> yep. So as soon, you know... And Dipper, because a part of him really wants that, right? Yeah. But he has made some great strides. He did. He um, does. Where mm-hmm. he knows that, he even said in the last episode, you know, you can't force people to love you. So the idea of Wendy suddenly being into him is so wrong to him that, like, he know, like, even, he can't even give in to his wildest fantasies because mm-hmm. he just knows that's not how it's going to work. So we learned that Dipper is divergent. Yeah. Yay. Good job. Let's bring up all the not-so-great young adult yeah, novel adaptations. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but so yeah, but Dipper kind of says, "Hey, wait, no, this isn't real." Uh, he kind of comes to his senses, and then um, Wendy starts turning into insects. Yeah, and roaches. Nasty. So that's like half of the main rule broken. So it's like yeah. So and then oh, and then everything else kind of turns dark, and the, we see like Bill Cipher's eye, and it says there's there's eyes everywhere. So this weird stuff is going on. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Um, yeah, so he is, Dipper is being watched. So he's terrified by it. Then it kind of, something changes and then it kind of goes back to being normal. He kind of realizes that he needs to get back to reality. Yep. Um, which is the number one rule do not mention reality. Dun, dun, dun. No reality talk. He is immediately arrested and about to be thrown out of Mabelland. But Mabel. Uh, shows up mm-hmm. and he doesn't um and she doesn't want him to get thrown out of there because dipper you know he doesn't want to leave either at least not without all of his friends mm-hmm. um so in order to you know stay in mabel he has to go to a trial and a, uh he has to plead his case of fantasy versus reality in a well-knitted courtroom a lot of yes a lot of yarn in the courtroom so we got kind of this, this like ridiculous kind of trial, um, which it is, seems kind of bias. Yeah. So so Dipper has to kind of represent himself. Um, Mabel is represented by uh, Zyler and Kraz, who have PhDs in hunkiness, I think, and uh, also, you know, in criminal law. Yeah. <laughs> also, the jury is uh, Mabel. All Mabels. It's all Mabel clones. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it is. Fair and balanced. Yep. Um, and then we have the the judge, who is a beautiful little kitty cat, Judge Kitty Kitty Meow Meow Face Schwartzstein, <laughs> who is voiced by nobody special by by someone who we haven't seen on TV in a while, uh, John Stewart. Yeah. Did you know that John Stewart is was a fan of Gravity Falls? I think you told me that. No. I, yeah. Yeah. Did maybe you told me that. You mentioned it on, on the Daily Show a couple of times. How he like gravity falls oh um before so, he left or yeah because that yeah, would make sense yeah yeah i mean i mean this episode aired 2015 uh, so, yeah which means this episode was probably recorded way before that so yeah oh yeah a couple so the second person from the daily show who was on gravity falls yeah um who's the person john Ol- oh john oliver john oliver oh wait and also Kristen shaw 
Oh, right. I forgot, she, I forgot she was a correspondent. She was one of the correspondents. I've seen her in like so much other stuff that I yeah. keep forgetting that she was also. I know. Same. Um, but anyway, so John Stewart is here and it's just, it was fun. We're having a good I've, time. John Stewart's been around. I've, uh, he was, remember when he was on TV talking to Congress? That was the thing. I love John Stewart. Good for him. I know. I kind of miss him. He still does stuff. He still does stuff. But it's not the same as it was. Again, the trailer for his Growing new movie just came out. Oh, yeah. It didn't look great, actually. I thought um, it looked fine. Yeah, it was like, it wasn't, wasn't my thing. Um, so, but yeah, so the trial commences. God, I would love it. Uh, I, like, sometimes, like, when you know it's a specific voice actor, you kind of just want to see, go and, like, be a fly on the wall in that recording booth. <laughs> just <laughs> Of John Stewart being like meow meow, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, no, he's very very much a kitty, a kitty. Well, first it's um, Silent uh, Krauss present the case about why fantasy is better than reality. Uh, mostly the case being reality sucks. So what they do is they pull out some memories mm-hmm. um, from Mabel and Dipper's childhood mm-hmm. to kind of show. So we get some flashbacks here. Yeah, um, I yeah. I th- I found it smart that, like, they didn't just show, like, bad stuff that happened to Mabel. They were, like, with both just to, like, get Dipper on theirs. I'm like, that's clever. Right, exactly. So the first one is, um, it's photo day of second grade. And so Mabel is, like, really happy about her, her hairstyle. She looks great. She's got a um, bunch of snap bracelets. I know. What a... T- <laughs> the early 2000s. Aren't snap bracelets back in? I think so, maybe they were for a hot second. Um, so, but a... a Mean girl comes by and sticks a piece of gum in her hair. That bitch. And just, I, and it's just not nice. But uh, and ruins it. So Mabel is, is super upset. Yeah. Um, and and Dipper doesn't know how to comfort her at first, and so Mabel ends up running away. Mm-hmm. And then when Dipper tries to argue, well, that was just one bad day. They bring up a second memory that didn't that sucked for Dipper. Yeah. Which was Valentine's Day in the fourth grade when Mabel got a lot of Valentine's cards and Dipper. Got nothing. The only problem is that, that that's not how it works in elementary school. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to get a Valentine for everybody, and the, like you, yeah, you had to buy you had to buy one for everyone. Yeah, that's how that works. And like you literally like you buy a pack mm-hmm. of like X amount of foods ever in your class, and then you have to write all their names on it. Yeah, that's how. So like everybody gets a Valentine, right? It's only middle school worth it when it sucks. Oh, because you don't have to do that, and then you get nothing. Then oh, and then they did you school did a thing where like people you could like buy flowers to give people oh. and then or like you get candy grams and stuff and then everyone got one except you yeah yeah <laughs> that's, I'm thinking that's of- kind of a real memory <laughs> it is oh i'm glad we can share the experience of not- here's the thing like because i think like they did that with like for plays and like theater stuff and i got one flower gram in all the years oh that was on my prom date oh that's nice yeah nice but you know for the for the plain stuff I, I usually got one for my parents and like occasionally a friend but like for like valentine's day <laughs> no i got nothing that's why uh, you go out and buy something you get some chocolate for yourself uh it, which is why this is this is gonna come back to the point i made in an earlier episode where like the things that happen in high school don't matter because look at us now mm-hmm. we have a podcast <laughs> yeah and i was gonna like in my thing i mean, i think like the last time i got a gift from like a friend was uh I, when I was a cashier and I went out with a bunch of people for Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I and somebody and my one friend got me like a giant Hershey kiss. Aw. So you know. Aw. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's fun. So gravity falls. Gravity falls. <laughs> got um, real there. Got got real there. We had to kind of relive trauma of our childhood. Guys, so. if you want guys, Valentine's Day is coming up. 
It might be up by the time this episode comes out. No, I don't it's, know. It's, it's about around the time. Around the time. So if you guys want to give us Valentine's, Patreon. Because <laughs> um, that would make us feel most loved if we know that we please. can do this forever. Yes. Patreon.com slash pretty close. Send us your love. It thing down there so Kayla will be forced to put into the video. Thank you. Uh, I'm editing this one, aren't I? I know. Even Damn if it. even if you even if I was supposed to edit it, you would still want to edit it. Still edit it. Yep, you got you. You're right. So like anyway. So like anyway. So gravity falls. Gravity falls. So um yeah. So that's a very negative memory for Dipper because then everybody made fun of him because he didn't have any Valentine's. Then he ran out crying. And uh, all. Yeah. And Dipper, you know, he says that well, it's all in the past, so it doesn't matter. But they kind of Zyler and Crash show that. Dipper has been subject to harsh reality over the course of the summer. Um, kind of list all of his failings of being rejected by Wendy, failing to stop Bill from entering the world, and they kind of show him he gets, he's all, being all kind of beat up and everything. So, yeah. uh, you know, not a great time to be a Dipper. So, you know, reality, I guess, maybe kind of does suck a little bit. Um, and they conclude that they um, should just stay here in Mableland where things don't suck and everyone gets pug shaped Sundays. Not actual pugs. Not they don't eat the pugs. The Sundays just look like you pugs. make it like with ice cream and stuff, which is fine. Oh, I miss that. I miss ice cream. I want some ice cream. <sighs> Me too. Anyway, so yeah. um, no, I'm just thinking of that monster Sunday. I keep going into tangents. I know. I keep miss. I miss that monster Sunday from Friendlies. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have that? I think so. Have you ever been to Friendlies? Yeah. Okay. So it was like a mint. Ch- I think it was like mint chocolate chip ice cream, and then like. Whipped cream, like smiley face, and like they got Reese's peanut butter cups, and that was like that. Oh, I okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss Friendlies. Wow, they didn't have good food though. No, I like the chicken that was on sticks. Also, I don't mind their like like their toasty sandwiches. Uh huh. Those, but you that's not easy. That's not hard to do. Mm. Also, their ice cream is good. Yeah, you can't really. There's a Friendlies around here, actually. Yeah, but I, I don't trust it. Um, so gravity falls gravity falls before Mabel can be declared the winner a dipper interjects because he hasn't given his case yet and the judge is skeptical but of course he's a cat so he's naturally curious and dipper calls Mabel to the stand and and kind of makes his case there so what it was one of the things that's interesting there is that dipper doesn't just kind of destroy the argument about like he says that he could never be as amazing as the fantasies that Mabel had made for herself but even with all of that, Mabel doesn't actually want to stay. Mm-hmm. So he's, she's, you know, it's not that she wants, likes it here. She's just kind of afraid of growing up, which like. Accurate. Yeah. I mean, who isn't? Though? Listen, the puberty stuff sucks. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Very much sucks. After that, it still kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. But after that, yeah. it's not that bad. Right. And it's it's so interesting because even Dipper himself acknowledges that he was himself was living in a fantasy world of thinking that he would want to, um, you know, be Ford's apprentice. Because the idea of, like, being a lab coat in a basement, like, through his teenage years isn't actually something that he wants. The idea sounded like kind of like its own fantasy. Mm-hmm. But what he really wants to do is, you know, face the world with Mabel. Yeah. And then he uses those same scrapbooks to kind of show the, the full story of mm-hmm. those memories. So in photo day, um, even though Mabel's hair is ruined, <laughs> Dipper, <laughs> this, uh, he and ca- gets a, uh, like a razor for uh, somehow. Quite, yeah. Let's say questions. How did a child get an electrical razor? Yeah. But he, it's, he, so he shaves part of his head. Also, wouldn't their parents be mad that 
They did that. Also, technically, like I know they were kids. Ki- yeah. I know they were kids, but technically, you could have just gone to the nurse, and the nurse would have. Or get some peanut butter, peanut butter, right? Forget. But she's just she's just a kid, so naturally, the idea is just like, hey, let's just shave our heads. But they were together, and it was and that was a good memory. Um, and then in when uh, Dipper during Valentine's Day, when he was hiding, Mabel taped all of her valentines together, and then presented them to Dipper, and said he was the best brother. So. Yeah, it's good, actually. So remember, guys, twin power. Twin power. They're better together. They are better together. Maybe like some other set of twins. And yeah, and we show that even though when things suck, when you have each other, anything is possible. Yes. Um, and so him and me will make up, and they do an awkward sibling hug. Pat, 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 pat. Which forces Mabel out as mayor, so she no longer has dominion over um, the space. And so everything kind of the, the nice, fun, colorfulness of uh, Mabelland starts to fall apart. Yeah, and, and it gets scary. And it gets like scary. Everything turns scary. There's bugs. There's big, scary monsters. Um, everything is terrifying. So we should leave. They should probably leave. Yeah. Um, so they escape and they find uh, Waddles and they're able to. And that's when you realize Waddles is real because he doesn't. Right, because he doesn't turn into a monster. Right. Um, but they are able to get bottles and escape, and they get out of the bubble. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then once they're out, Mabel says that, um, you know, Dipper had made some great points, but, you know, he doesn't actually have to give up his apprenticeship um, for her. But Dipper says, you know, and miss out on the opportunity to see you go through puberty. Ha. You're also going to be going through puberty. Yeah, but they can they can suffer through it together. That's true. Because um, there's some, I don't know, actually, I would say there's some stuff that's probably worse for girls, but I don't know how male pu- puberty is, because I didn't go through that. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so they get out. Let's see. And they are trying to, and they kind of venture through the rest of the town of Gravity Falls to find it deserted. And they decide to go to the mystery shack. And it's in shambles. Just like it always is. Yeah. So, you know, nothing's wrong with it. Um, So they go, but they hear noises inside. So everyone kind of gets ready to fight whatever might be lurking inside. Uh Um, And they find out that um, some, some, some of our most beloved members of Gravity Falls are actually hiding out in the shack. Like Grunkle Stan. Well, yeah. He's, because we've been kind of wondering where he is. Mm-hmm. So, which is very exciting. And we also, we see uh, Pacifica, um, Why was she Candy a- and Grenda, yeah. McGucket, um, and also the multi-bear is there, too. That's nice. And so, and so a lot was, of the gnomes. A lot of the gnomes. Uh, there's a manatar. One of the manatar, yeah. Who else? You, uh, said, you said McGucket. Yeah. And just some like, other side characters that we, you know, seen. The unicorn. Was there a unicorn there? Yeah. Oh, oh, and so that's kind of uh, where we kind of end that episode by yeah. realizing that the shack is not out yet. Nope. Um, and then the post-credit scene is I learned Kras quote Jean-Paul uh, Sartre and about you know asking about what it means to truly be alive because somehow they survived the bubble, uh, getting out of the bubble, and you know they've been around. But they've been around a few times, so it's fine. Um, so what did you think about this episode? I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Anything that stood out to you? I liked Mabelland. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides the fact that it was scary and wasn't actually real. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked, like, you know, they're, like, still trying to get Mabel to say, like, look, you gotta grow up. 
Hmm. eventually and yeah it might suck but at least they have each other Hmm. she's got people who love her who will help her through the tough times which is all that matters word Mm -hmm. yeah this one this one's a fun one Um, also john stewart is a cat also john stewart is a cat that's all you need to know that's it that's the episode yeah yeah did this one have the line that i don't i don't know if i should spoil it just yet because i don't know if it's in this episode or next one We'll wait till the next one. Okay. We'll wait till the next one. Anything else before I move on to some trivia? No. Yeah, I was trying to think of, like, my thoughts on this episode. I really can't think of anything. I just think the the idea of Maybelline is really interesting in that um, kind of when things turn creepy, they turn creepy. Yeah. So I, I really like that scene. Uh, specifically, I like that scene with Dipper kind of at the lake with Wendy um, and how he realizes, which is such a good show of character growth mm-hmm. of him, you know, not kind of giving into something like that. Um, and him, like, realizing the difference between the things he wants and the things that are reality. Yeah. Um, and then when, like, Bill's eyes show up on everything, that's terrifying. But, yeah. So. Trivia. 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 Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Seuss imagined his father to be Hispanic, even though his father is white while his mother is Hispanic. Oh, really? Interesting. Where's the source on that? Where? Hey, there's no source there. No. Give me a source a- wiki. No, his dad was no, but isn't but wasn't his uh I believe to his uh father's mother? That's what I thought. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Wait, Wiki, show your sources. Anyway. Um so. No, that doesn't make that doesn't work though. His father would have to be Unless it's his Oh, no, no, no. Unless it's his grandmother's, his mother's mother. No, but I thought they said it was his father's mother. I don't know. Wasn't the thing in that episode, in the... Hold on. Time traveling episode where they were like, oh, I had to like touch a bump or something? Oh, no, it says, nope, it says here on the wiki, maternal grandmother. Oh. So, okay. Then where, oh, did his mother die? I don't think we know. Oh. I don't think we know. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. Sorry, Wiki. I can't believe I doubted you. Um, so uh, this is the final episode to premiere in 2015. Interesting. Oh. Um, so when did this episode come out? There's the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the theme song is played backwards, the whisper is, I'm watching instead of I'm watching you nerds. Uh, we see um, Dipper's has his his old hat um, in the flashback scene, which is continuity from the beginning of the series. Oh, yeah. What was on his old hat? It was just like a star. Okay. It's just, yeah. The walls of the courtroom are live-action yarn. Yeah. Um, the throne of human suffering was foreshadowed in an online uh, Ask Me Anything by Bill, wherein he encouraged his female fans to take something psychedelic and form themselves into a human throne in the Nevada desert. Bill! <laughs> That's terrifying. So, like, Alex Hirsch's Bill Cipher said, Ask Me Anything, did, like, a Reddit thing? Yeah. To the ladies, because he's a creep? Because, well, because it's Bill Cipher, so anything can happen. Okay. Um, di- <laughs> this is what I knew about. Um, Dippy Fresh was originally supposed to be murdered by Dipper. Uh, the scene was deleted because it was too violent. It still exists somewhere. It's, like, on a storyboard where, like, as I guess they're leaving, um, Dippy Fresh annoyed Dipper so much that uh, Dipper takes his head and goes, <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> That's not safe for kids. It's hilarious. Uh, it's out there, so I have to find it for you. Let's see. And the cryptograms say... You're almost done with cryptograms. I'm almost done with cryptograms. 
Um, I think this is the, uh, yeah, this is the, during the end credits, it says, um, Kratz and Zyler went on to run the legal department at a major children's television network. <laughs> nice. Nickelodeon? Yes. Okay. Um, and then at the, the end screen, it says, uh, when one gets trapped inside the past, dreams can turn to nightmares fast. Okay. Word. All right, any thoughts before we get on to the finale? No, let's talk about it already. All right, we're going to, well, we're going to take a break real quick, and then we'll come back. We're going to talk about Weird Begetting 3, Take Back the Falls. Stay tuned. talking about weird begin part three take back the falls aka the final episode no this is it this is it we're done with gravity falls i get the power back what say you dara i liked it oh yeah okay well thank you like i said like i don't think it ended exactly the way i wanted such expected but i think the way that everything was handled yeah it worked yeah. Was there some day Dave's S Machina stuff kind of and some stuff got wrapped up a bit night like too nicely? I'd say a bit, but also I'm more forgiving with the kids show. Okay. Sounds good. Well, let's talk about this so we can kind of get some 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 deets in there. So where we last left off, we get back in the mystery shack and we see some of our favorite folks in there. Yep. So Dipper and Mabel, they are very happy to see Stan because they have we haven't really seen him much. He's not been around. He hasn't really been around, but it turns out he found um, shelter in the shack uh, because the shack, as we know, that had like a thing done to it, that a protective spell that protects the shack. And that is still in um, effect. effect and it works against all the weird Mageddon stuff. Mm-hmm. So they still hide when um, it's like the iBats come to like turn people to stone they just they keep out of sight but mm-hmm. things don't can't get in the shack so yeah things are getting a little it's a little hairy there because you know a lot of people are injured um we see several times is there they 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 were in the woods but now they're back and food is kind of running thin but you know they'll probably eat the gnomes <laughs> afterwards yeah. they're not gonna have much meat on them though that's fine all right it's fine it's like a it's like a chicken wing Stan has kind of declared himself, like, the chief. Because that one time he was almost mayor? Yeah. Cause, so because, since yeah, since the mayor, Tyler, has uh, been indisposed, you know, Stan kind of declares himself temporary chief, and he, you know, he has it pretty good for himself. He, he's getting having people take care of him. Mm-hmm. He's kind of calling the shots. Um, and he's doing his Stan Pines thing. Yep. He's just doing his Stan Pines thing. Yep. Um, Dipper s- explains that, uh, Ford has been captured by Bill and they can't just like stay in the shack. You know, they have to do something. Mm-hmm. They have to rescue Ford, but Stan isn't really like jumping to do it. So. Cause priorities. Cause like priorities. Stan. It's kind of like that thing of like, Hey Stan, maybe like we get that you're mad at your bro. Mm-hmm. And like, there's good reason to be mad. There's a lot of tension going on, right. but it's the end of the world. So get over it. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. So, but there, the TV turns on and we see, um, there's like 
a better view of what's going on. So Shander Jimenez <laughs> reports as she's being turned to stone up, uh, kind of shows what's going well, she on. She for some reason decides to go into the thing, which she's I She's an investigative reporter. Yeah, uh, but like Um And you get a closer look at the throne and it's It's terrifying. Yeah. It's so scary. Um, and so the people who are in the shack are seeing their loved ones there. Like Wendy's family is there. Pacifica's parents are there. Um, and you know, and it's just, uh, we see blub, the sheriff blubs is there, but deputy Derland, he has been turned to stone. Mm -hmm. Um, when that's very sad. Yeah. So everybody's in that. That was so sad. So Mabel and Dipper, um, are, you know, try to convince everyone that they should fight back and save their friends Bill wants them to to hide, and Dipper says that Ford knows what Bill's secret weakness is. Mm -hmm. So if they band together, um, they can rescue everyone and save the town. But Stan, he's not, like, totally on board because the shack is a safe place, and it's not like they can take the shack mm -hmm. and move, t move it somewhere yeah. else. I mean, I get Stan's, like, point of view of just, like, let's not, like, mm -hmm. he doesn't know how to save the world, so it's like more like, let's just heap... Especially my family safe. Yeah. But, you know, if you can save the world... You should do it. You should do it. If you, I mean, you know. Yeah, so so Stan, he... It's all that he wants to be in charge, but he wants to, you know... He wants to have come some kind of say in it, so... He seems a little... He's not really, like, thrilled when, like, the kids are like, Yeah, let's save everybody. Um, but, as we know, one of the people who are here in the shack is... Might be somebody who's really good at building giant robots. Shmebulok? Now try again. McGucket. It's McGucket. He's, 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 and he's kind of, he's, he's seen a little clearer now than he used bit. to see. Um, so he's, you know, he's ready to build a robot that will be used for good and mm -hmm. not evil. I thought it was going to be like up, but it's more like Pacific Rim, which is fine. <laughs> it actually is exactly like Pacific Rim. It's, <laughs> it's really good. Did you ever see a sequel to that? I didn't see the sequel, no. Neither did I. It didn't look great. But John Boyega. John Boyega, yeah, but. And, uh, and that was it. <laughs> that's, that's it. I would say the original's not great. I, I enjoyed it, though. No, I enjoyed it. I just, you know. Just enjoyed it. Um, so, inside the pyramid, uh, Ford is unturned, he's reverted from gold to, you know, mm -hmm. flesh. And Bill is being his very much Bill Cipher self, where he's like in his studies, he's like playing the piano. And I'm saying like, till we meet again. We'll meet again. Yeah. That's like, I know it's like a classic song, but like you see it in a lot of like horror stuff. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. even think it's technically a scary song. No, it's not a scary song. It's a but very just nice like song. the way people use it. Yeah. But it's a nice study. It's, it's, it's a very nice study. And so, but <laughs> Bill, ex oh, yeah, except the couches. Which are made of human skin. No. And they also some eyes and ears on there and no. stuff. It's terrifying. Um, At least we know it wasn't real. What is real and what isn't real? What are we but dust in the wind? Um, so, you know, Ford knows that obviously if he's unfrozen, then Bill wants something from him. Because uh, Bill doesn't just do things to be a nice guy. He's always got an ulterior motive. Mm -hmm. um, so Bill explains that, you know, he can control space matter. And since time baby's out of the way, he can control time as well. I thought he could always control time. Um, I think it's less, he doesn't have to, it's less um, regulated now that time baby's gone. He doesn't have to worry about it. Did he care about that? I'm not sure if he cared about it, but 
probably held him back a little it's bit. It's polite. It's polite, yeah. You don't you don't mess with Time Baby's dominion. But basically what Bill wants is that he wants to get out of Gravity Falls. But there is a weird bubble around Gravity Falls. Correct. Um, and he's wondering if Ford knows what that is and how to turn it off. And Ford obviously knows because this is something he studied for a while. It's um, the Gravity Falls is a, a natural magnetism attracting weirdness. Um, so, you know, it creates kind of a bubble around the town. It's a simple formula to break it, but he will never tell Bill, obviously. You know, and Bill, he tries to persuade him, but Ford refuses. We kind of know here that we know before that Ford has a metal plate in his brain, which prevents Bill from kind of getting in. Mm-hmm. But he can still get in if they kind of make shake and make a deal on it. So that just came up, didn't it? So it's like it was one of the things that was like kind of there, but it's more like explain now. Did he put the metal plate in his head because of Bill Cipher or did he have that in before? I think because I think he put it in because of Bill Cipher. That's what they say in the last Mabel Corn. Um, okay but yeah so it's like he can still it's like you know that's ford said that's how he keeps bill safer out well, I think, but uh, he no. can still technically get in if he willingly lets him so it's go. like with other people he doesn't need consent but with ford he needs consent yeah that's weird yeah it's yeah it, they go a little back and forth on it right because it was um uh bill didn't need kind of like didn't need a handshake to get into stan's mind but he needed a handshake to get into dipper's body but he didn't need a handshake to get into brendan blendon blandon's mind we didn't see that though yeah but kind of assumed that he wouldn't trust it yeah like that um so it it is kind of back and forth but like it makes sense but it it is a little back and forth on that so like don't think about it don't think about it all right yeah, we're, we're not going to take it too seriously, but, like, anyway. Um, so, Bill knows, kind of, Ford has Bill there, and Bill has to figure out to try to find Ford's weakness for a way so he can get that um, kind of equation so they can, he can take over the world. So, torture? Yeah, torture. Okay. Yay. Um, I don't know how good that is. Back in the shack, we kind of get the blueprints for the McGucket's invention. Um, I like Seuss's line. It's like, does it, have, does it have a sword gun? I've watched a lot of anime. I need a sword gun. What's, What's an anime? anime? You have much to learn. T- don't corrupt his mind any further, Seuss. But, um, so, but then we get a montage of them making the shack into, you know, like a giant robot. Yeah. It's fun. Which is actually, it's just smart. Mm-hmm. Um, they make a flag and everything. <laughs> With a shooting star and a six-fingered hand. And I think a question mark is on there. And, and question- an axe. And a, um, like a pickaxe. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. It's not a hammer and sickle. <laughs> but it, like, reminded me of a hammer and sickle. Uh, communism. So, um, so it's kind of the, like, before they, they go into battle. There's a bug. Oh. Yeah, you're a bug. You're not wanted here. So it is, of course, the before the battle. Um, they are having fun before the battle. Ha- they're having fun. Awesome. So Mabel has knit special apocalypse sweaters for everyone, so everyone gets a nice sweater. Yay! Um, even though it's probably like what, it's summer. Yeah. Don't but, think. Don't think about it. But it's it's weird. Mageddon. So like everything is wonk. Time time doesn't make sense. Space doesn't make sense. Anything could possibly be happening. Yeah. All right. Um. Also, it's like nighttime, so it's probably like 
chilly. The sun's not out. Fair. And it's like the Pacific Northwest, so it's not like, you know, Texas. Fair. Um, so Dipper says that his he, his only birthday present is that he wants to uh, make it out alive. Um, and Sue says that if they if they all live, the entire th- town will throw them a birthday party, which is nice. Hey, Kalen. Yeah. So Pacifica got a sweater. Oh, hey, did I mention that? No, did I mention? Yeah, Pacifica. Uh, you know, she kind of begrudgingly puts on a sweater, um, and it has a llama, a llama on it. So question mark? No, that's Seuss. No, I go. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that. <laughs> you did. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. I feel like we've seen a llama before somewhere. Maybe that's important to maybe something. Maybe that's not Wendy. Maybe it's maybe it's not. Wendy. Wait a minute. Yeah. we'll get to it. Oh yeah, well. We'll get to it. So, anyway, um, but anyway, so yeah, and Stan isn't still doesn't seem super on board with the thing, and he's still upset because you know they're going to go save his brother and everything, but Ford doesn't really like say thank you. He's it's a- all about it's all about your basic manners. I mean, fair because you know, see, yeah, Stan Stan worked thirty years, you know, to get him back. And he felt like he wasn't appreciated for that, which is like, a, it's kind of petty, Stan. Like, we get it. Like, Ford's kind of a dick sometimes. Like, fair, but also priorities. But also, like, priorities. It's the end of the world. Like, oh. I mean, Stan's kind of like a petty person. A little bit. Like, the only time, like, I, get, I think, like, really, like, the only time, like, he kind of, like, buckles down and is like, ugh, why'd I do that? Is, like, when the kids are in trouble. Right. That's, yeah, like, the exactly. only time. Yeah, like, Stan has like stepped up before like and we can see he he has been a mature adult but is when the kids involved but like aren't the kids like kind of involved here i mean it's still but they're still trying to save ford i think he's like upset because like it feels like they care more about like his brother who he does not like because he's a dickhead yeah compared to him when it's like but he's the only one who could save us Mm -hmm. so yeah so yeah stan's got some some Things he has to work through. Yeah, I hope he does it soon, or else, mm-hmm. or nothing bad happens to him. Oh, so anyway, it's let's uh turn the mech on. It's they call they call it a mech here. I love it, but it's the shack. It's the robot shack. The mystery mech. The mystery mech. <laughs> I love it. Thank <laughs> you. I love it. That was really good. Uh, so the mi- yes, yeah, so the mystery mech <laughs> springs to life. And it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I just, I love it. I yep. just, it. Like, it's so ridiculous, but it is so Gravity Falls. I just thought it was going to be like, up. It wasn't. No, like, no. Which we're, is fine. We're going to fight the robots. Um, oh, man, now I want to watch Up. Oh, it's also called the Shaktron, but I like the Mystery Mech better. Hooray! So we're going to call it, we're going to keep calling hey, it Hey, Val, if anybody knows Alex Hirsch, Mystery Mech. Mystery Mech. Or if he wants to do it, bring it back for season three of Gravity Falls. That's like a show you could probably bring back in like you could absolutely bring it back ten years when like the kids are older. Yeah. Oh, they'd be like in their early twenties. Oh. 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 Anyway, so, um, but anyway, they go to the to find the pyramid, um, because they're gonna get Ford back. Yeah. Meanwhile, but Ford is being like tortured in the meantime. It's fine. It's fine. Um. So when they approach the um, the pyramid. Seuss says that they have to, you know, they'll hand over Ford, or else they'll have to like fight and stuff. Um, 
So they have the all of Bill's friends go out and they they fight, but they can't land a punch on him necessarily, yeah. um, because the shack is protected. Yes. So they have, you know, stuff there. Um, let's see. Oh, we forgot to mention uh, Rumble McSkirmish is back. Oh yeah, because and now and Rumble McSkirmish learned a valuable lesson of how he cannot win every battle. So now he is humble. McSkirmish. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Rumble. Um. So yeah, battle ensues. I'm just gonna say that. Just yeah, just they fight, fight. It's fun. Yep, it's entertaining. Yep. And then Bill has to go and fight because all of his monster friends lost. Yeah. So you know he's gotta gotta get the work done. But he can't even get in. But before, after, as Ford is being tortured, Ford is kind of excited about like how the like all the good work the kids have done, and Bill realizes as a light bulb moment that Ford cares about the kids so if he can't get the information out of ford by torturing mm-hmm. him he can torture the kids yeah i think that's exactly like ford's like less joey about him caring about the kids mm-hmm. but like he cares he does care yeah i mean like the fact of the matter is like even like all oh, they're talking like his you know grand niece and nephew mm-hmm. so their family and then also even uh in that episode when he returns he was like you got like to sound like you can stay till the kids go home but mm-hmm. then after that right so yeah, and so it's he does like recognize them as kids. I know I've, I've given him, but and he definitely it. cares about Dipper. You know he, de- but he definitely like, cares about them. Yeah, like why else would he like? Do you think Ford really care wants really cares that much about having an apprentice hmm. with him? Well, Ford has also got some mixed priorities. So like, who knows? No, but he does care about the kids. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think like genuinely, yeah, like and he likes Dipper a lot because like you know are similar and yeah, Mabel, you know she's cute. Mm-hmm. She is cute, yeah. How can you not like Mabel? So, yeah, Bill is kind of doing his thing, and he decides to, and he kind of battles the shack, um, and kind of as he's doing that, they are able to, they pluck out his eye. Yeah! Which is, like, scary. They reach in, they take his eye, and they just pull it out. Yeah. They're just like, oh! Which apparently, oh, like, does that, like, destroy his power for a bit? Not, like, permanently. Well, he can't see now. Oh, that's true. So, but he's got a, but he, he has to like regenerate it and stuff. So it does kind of put him out of commission for for a little bit. So then they get into the pyramid. Yeah. Okay. So then you know the main team gets to the pyramid, um, and they are you know they find Ford as a gold statue, um, and they also find a uh, little Gideon there, and who has been uh, his punishment has being is doing cute little dances for all of eternity. Um, and he is so tired of yeah. being cute. You know, I, I don't mind where Gideon's arc is going. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so the uh, so Gideon knows how to basically undo the pyramid. If once you take the um, Tyler, the cute biker, out. No, not the pyramid. The uh, yeah, throne. The throne. Sorry, thank you. Once how to take undo the throne of people is you take uh, Tyler out, and then it'll undo the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And people will be back. Yep. So yay. That happens. And then Gideon is also freed in the meantime. Hooray! Um, so we see everyone is reunited. People reunite with their families. Blubs is, meets up with Deputy Derland. <laughs> They're and, so cute! And it's, it's very romantic. Yeah, and so um, Ford is freed as well. Um, and then we see just like a scene with uh, him and McGucket who they, they meeting for the first time since all that stuff went down between them like 30 some years ago. You know, McGucket said he tried to do a lot of forgetting, but now he's going to try to do some forgiving. Aww. So, yeah, and they hug. 
And that's Friends. the most emotional thing to happen in this episode. Yes. Um, I like I like how it's like it's like hi your events directly influenced me <laughs> to go insane for thirty years. Water under the bridge. It's fine. Um, Listen, he had he has had some time to think. Said yeah. Also, tech uh, yeah. <laughs> He's uh, had some time to think about it. It's true. And like you know, sometimes forgiveness is the best way to move on. I'm not saying that's for everybody because I know some people don't want to do that. I kind of you know. You don't need to be friends with somebody if you, and you can still forgive them. That's true. That's true. Lessons in forgiveness with your friends at Witty Close. We're um, smart and, and and totally functioning adults. Whew. Working on it. Um, so Who want ice cream? <laughs> All we want is ice cream. Sound <laughs> ah! <laughs> like Grenda. <laughs> yeah. Why do I have emotions? Um... So, but yeah, Stan meets Ford, but he's still like, he's, Stan's still just kind of pissed at the whole thing. He's being, he's being grunky. He's being grunkly. Which, um, like, Stan. Mm-hmm. Priorities. Yeah. You can be grumpy later. Um, so, uh, but Dipper and Mabel ask, they don't have a lot of time, so they need to know what that secret weakness is, you know, for that, to defeat Bill. Mm-hmm. And... Ford remembers, and so he is able to. He takes some spray paint that fell out of Robbie's pocket, and he paints the zodiac on the floor. That is it, a zodiac? That's, they call they call it the zodiac. Okay. Um, here, looking at you, mm-hmm. the wiki. Yep. Um, would I? Would you ever lie to me, wiki? You I mean, almost did, but then we figured out that you didn't. So unless I did lie, that makes sense to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust it. Somebody, can you tweet at Alex Hershenask? <laughs> hey, what's up? He's probably gonna be like, stop talking about cartoons. Um, but but like, hey, but like, it makes no, it makes sense. You can also send him a heart face. Um, heart face? Just heart, heart face? Heart, heart. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so but anyway, so the zodiac's on the floor, which is the thing that we've seen in every single episode. Um, since we have started watching, it's a thing that shows up at the end of every end credits. Um, mm-hmm. and we saw it a couple times actually on screen, um, besides that. And it is the Bill Cipher on the ground plus the, the 10 symbols mm-hmm. around it. Um, so yeah. And so that's by everyone kind of, it's part of like this prophecy. Um, there's a prophecy. There's a prophecy. Um, I wonder if this is going to play an important role. Um, so there's... That- <laughs> So there is a, yep, there is this, like, old prophecy with these symbols where mm-hmm. um, Ford uncovered years ago where, like, he knows, uh, he knew about some of the symbols, but now, you know. Which ones did he know about? Well, one probably for him. Six fingers, yeah. So they only knew about one. Maybe. Maybe. Well. Maybe McGucket? Maybe McGucket. Maybe. Well. But, the, but those glasses are his glasses, so which is, like, weird. But, didn't uh, McGucket wear glasses like that? Where he wore glasses, but he didn't wear these specific glasses that are in okay. the Okay. Um, but the other ones, like, he wouldn't know about, well, maybe pine. He's still, like, a pine tree, so, like, yeah. maybe somebody from his family. Yeah. But then everybody else, no. Yeah. I, I, I call BS on that, Ford. You don't know everything. No, he said he knew some, he said he knew some of the symbols. Yeah, yeah. So, technically, did isn't BS. Okay. You're thin ice. Thin ice pines. Ice. Um... Yeah, it's cold as ice. Um, so anyway, so then they have to figure out who is who on the wheel, and then they all have joined forces, and then they can defeat Bill Cipher. Yay! Yay! Um, so, 
so let's 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 walk ourselves through it. Let's go through the wheel here. Um, let's see. We're gonna go symbol by symbol. We talked a little bit about this uh, previous episodes, but let's let's talk about it for real. We're gonna just go around the wheel. Yep. I'll put it somewhere on the screen. So we have the uh, pine tree, which uh, Bill Cipher has used to refer to Dipper yep. multiple times. Yep. Alongside the shooting star. Yep. Um, question mark. We also knew was Seuss because um, shooting star is Mabel. Yeah, shooting star, and then the question mark is Seuss. Seuss. Uh, Because all three of those were referred to such in Dreamscapers when they first met Bill Cipher. Yep. Um, And then we have the six figured hand, which is Ford. Ford, good old Fordzy. Then we have the symbol that's on um, Stan's hat, which is just obviously Stan. Yep. Um, Then we have this kind of it looks like a this star like this kind of pentagram shaped thing which is the symbol that we first see when we meet little gideon yeah. it's on his tent of telepathy so it's gideon so yeah so that was that was very directly revealed as well um then you have the heart is the same one that shows up on robbie's sweatshirt yeah so that's robbie mm-hmm. um then you have the glasses which are, are kind of funny and weird in the sense that um, this is attributed to McGucket, but the glasses that are shown are Ford's glasses. Like they are. Yeah, Ford's but already glasses. got one, so he can't. Yeah, he can't have two. So I, I just thought that was really interesting. Uh, but it, so it kind of doesn't hold up like here in the sense, but like earlier in the series when we first saw those glasses when they went to that room in mm-hmm. Carpet Diem, we like, that's how we knew they were something important because they were the same glasses that were on the wheel. Um, it's just like when you attribute them to each person, mm-hmm. it's then. And so we have a llama. Um, and you got this one wrong. I did. Yes, yeah, so you thought it was Wendy. Why did you think it was Wendy? I thought I saw like a llama on like her hat at one point. Mm. And I knew Wendy prob- would have to be involved. Right. But then you also said maybe like the ice thing was Wendy. So I'm like, that, but that doesn't make sense. Okay. To me, it didn't make sense. Huh. I mean, now it does. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. But the llama specifica. The llama is Pacifica, um, one, because we saw in this episode that she wore the llama sweater back in Northwest mansion mystery yeah it's like super hard to see it it was hard to see i think when we were watching on like a laptop Mm -hmm. but there's a scene where they're in the room with like the there's like mirrors in the room and like paintings Mm -hmm. um like one of the paintings like kind of further off in the distance has a llama on it so that was the hint back then i'm gonna see if i can get a picture of that for us okay so ice uh i think we the, the fandom kind of figured out that ice was windy um which didn't make sense until like they explained it i'm like all right that makes sense well, so, well, yeah, because in the, in the show, they kind of give the ex- explanation about, like, oh, no, it can be someone who has, like, a cool personality. Um, Just cool under, pr- like, any, like. Cool under pressure and, and stuff like so that. So, yeah. like, Wendy, Wendy. Uh, but also, I think the fan figured it out because it's um, one of the first kind of ep- big episodes with Wendy was the inconveniencing. Yeah. Um, and there's a scene where Dipper has to get a bag of ice. I think she asked for a bag of ice or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that was kind of a direct tie to Wendy. And then in The Time Traveler's Pig, when she gets hit with the ball, yeah. and then Dipper has to run and get ice. And okay. so like that, I think that was, that's how people, I think, in the fandom were like, oh, I think ice is Wendy. Yeah. Um, so that's like a little harder to see, but some I kind of like that. It's a, bit more, it's a bit more like work, which I like. Yeah. So I, I kind of like the ones that some of them are obvious and some of them like you really have to work towards. Yeah. Um, so I, I really like that. I and guess I think, like my, yeah. my only question with the circle is like, because obviously set up as a prophecy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess I'm kind of wondering like, because some of it's like a bit of, a, not much of a stretch, but it's kind of like... We're going with the prophecy 
thing, which means like this is like it was like all kind of mm-hmm. meant to be, but like why these people and like not all of them were much of importance. Right. So Yeah, it it um oh, like nobody cares about Robbie. Nobody cares about Robbie. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um so because well and here's the thing too. The uh so spoiler alert the Zodiac doesn't do anything well, in the grand scheme of things because, well, it starts, right? They're, they're able to hold hands, but Stan is the one kind of holding everything up because he's mad at Ford because Ford never says thank you um, because he has such a contentious relationship with mm-hmm. Ford that working together with him on this is is causing him some frustration. I think, like, my theory with the, the Zodiac thing mm-hmm. is, like, it would have – that's, like, the way to do it. It's, like, that's the only way to kill Bill Cipher and nobody gets hurt. Right. Every other way, somebody's going to get hurt. Right. So technically, I think it would have worked. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like a, that's like your kind of deus ex machina makes it easy right. way out. Yeah. So technically, it would have worked. I think it would have worked. Right. But, but we still have got some feuding going on. Yeah. So so Stan, like, it takes him forever to finally agree to hold it. And then, but Ford makes a comment and saying it's pissed. And then they duke it out. Yeah. They just, he just decks them. And so, uh, and so because of that, that gives Bill Cipher a window to come in. And he basically says, hey, that would have worked if you could have just held hands for like five seconds, you idiots. <laughs> I think it's like a, a fair. Like, I mean, I guess it's probably true with like adulting where it's like sometimes like you, there is like the bigger picture, but sometimes you can't get over mm-hmm. this petty thing. Yeah. Adulting. Yeah. Adulting. Um, then it seems like they are in a bad situation. A little bit. And so that, oh, and then we kind of break there. So this is, um, so sometimes this episode is broken into two episodes. So part two. So is, it's Weird Mageddon part three, part one and two. So it's Weird Mageddon. So this is called Weird Mageddon part four, Somewhere in the Woods. But I like Take Back the Falls better. So that's why I don't really refer to it as, yeah. as such. So, but Bill is pretty happy because one, Zodiac didn't work, and two, now everyone who could pose a threat to him is on the same place. So he can just get rid of them. Um, so what he does is he uses his power to basically turn them, like, oh, like their eyes roll back in their head and stuff. It's yikes. And well, not everybody. Turns, yeah, it turns um, most of them into, like, this tapestry or whatever. Um, with the symbols. With, the, with their symbols, just so you know. Color coordinate for your, coordinate for your convenience. Color coordinated? Color coordinated for your convenience. So... Um, but yes, so, but we still have, um, Mabel, Dipper, um, Stan and Ford, they, they're still, they're still functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Bill kind of, uh, traps Stan and Ford, uh, kind of binds them. And then Bill still knows that he can use the twins, um, uh, against Ford. So he, you know, he kind of threatens them, but... Mabel, of course, she takes the, the the spray paint and sprays Bill in the eye with it. Because <laughs> the, the Pine Swins, they're not going down without a fight. No. They're, yeah, they they are quick-witted. They are very good at what they do. And they um, get along. And they get along because they work together. Get it? They, yes, I love how Mabel's line. It's like, I know that hurts because I've done that to myself. Several times. Several <laughs> times. So, um, but because as Bill's distracted, Dipper um, takes out the size altering, the flashlight is another kind of, there's a lot of stuff that comes back yeah. in these episodes. There's a lot of stuff from like all episodes that comes back. Mm-hmm. Everything comes back in some way, shape or form. This is from Little Dipper. And so he uses that to kind of expand the the cell that they're in so they can, they can get out um, and escape. And they say... Um, 
they tell Sandford to um, run and he and Mabel will take care of Bill because if they've done it twice before and they'll do it again. Yeah, but that time he wasn't corporeal. Yeah, but yeah, but they've got spunk. They yeah. got they got moxie. But also they don't do like kids. They're like kids. No, but and they get and they're like and they're really upset and concerned. Yeah. Right, because they know they're like, whoa, you can't just like you're going on a suicide. Because like your pettiness your goes away when somebody you love is in trouble. It's true. It's true. Oh man, I still have so many paragraphs left on this. <laughs> <sighs> There's a lot that happens. There's a lot that happens. It's a 44 minute episode. I'm trying to make sure I have every like I hit all the points, but like, dang, that's a lot. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah. So Mabel and Dipper are running off to to distract Bill and try to take care of Bill, try to defeat him. Um. Even though it, it's kind of hard to do. So. Meanwhile, we're left with Stan and Ford. They're in a cage. They're, yep, they're, they are captured and they're, um, talking about, you know, Stan is, feels bad because, you know, he kind of messed things up. He did. And, you know, he's, he's kind of gone through his whole life being told he's a screw up and he keeps on screwing up. I think he just either kind of, A, can't really control his anger and B, just can't let like stuff go for a hot minute. Yeah, that's true. He has trouble letting things go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. It was probably even, like, his temper that got Ford into the interdimensional thing in the first place. And then, like, yeah. he realized what he did and then spent 30 years trying to get him back. Right. Yeah, so Stan is interesting because he gets, like, kind of caught up in the moment with things. But as soon as it's done, like, he's like, he oh, no. What he, he realized what, he, what he's done. Um, and that's kind of his whole thing because Stan isn't, like, unaware or he's not, like, you know, he does things out of spite. Like, he will get caught up in a moment and then he's, like... Oh shit! <laughs> what did I just do? Yeah. Um, so he's like sad because like why can't I just like why can't we just get along for a minute? Yeah, right. And you know Ford says you know it's is this he shares responsibility too because he's the one who made a deal with Bill in the first place. Mm-hmm. So he kind of set this up to happen. And he says you know he wonders why you know Stan and Ford's relationship has got to where it is and why uh, Dipper and Mabel get along so well. And Stan says it's because they're kids. Yeah. But they're, they're just kids. They don't know any better. Um, you know, they haven't let things, you know, let kind of that real life get between them um, in the same way. Does that, that mean Stan it's going to get between them at some point? Well, we've kind of like started seeing that. But like even like as things happen, they realize that they're, they're better together. So they they are more mature mm-hmm. than Stan and Ford were. Well, I said like probably within like maybe like middle school and high school, like they'll may, they may still stay friends. But like. Maybe not 100%. And yeah. then in co- I feel like they probably go to separate colleges mm-hmm. or even, like, do separate things from college, and that's when they're going to drift apart. But then after that, I think they'll, you know, they'll always, by the end, they'll be together. They're all, yeah. They're still going to, they still got each other. But we all take our different paths in life. Ford says that if there wasn't a metal plate in his head, Stan could just erase Ford's mind, which would kill Bill because he would be taking up that space. So mm-hmm. if you just kind of, like, erase everything that's in there, Bill's gone. Yep. But which I think is that that wasn't brought up, was it? I think it was sort of. It was like sort of implied in that if you remember the last Mablecorn, where um, Dipper became convinced that Bill was was in Ford, like in Ford's mind, mm-hmm. and so Dipper like had the memory racer gun, like ready to basically shoot. Oh yeah. Um. So that that it wasn't like outright stated that that would work. But it, but like. But it was kind of like a really low key setup, I think. Yeah, but that's my thinking of like that's kind of like your last resort because that's gonna hurt somebody. Right. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> I like the part where Mabel uses um the size thing to like just make her fist really big so she can punch through a wall. <laughs> so um, doesn't Bill get the kids? 
Yeah, Bill gets Bill gets the kids, brings them um, back to Stan and Ford. But before, and so he, what he's going to do is he's going to, he has the kids and he's basically like, I'm just going to pick one of these to kill. Great. <laughs> so, but before that can happen, Ford interjects um, and says, wait, that, hold on. Ford interjects and says, you know, that, you know, he's basically, Bill's best at him. He's, he'll agree. He'll let um, Bill into his mind to find the thing. And they, they shake hands on it. His voice sounds Bill a bit enters. raspy. His voice does sound like a little bit raspier. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, so is Bill, like, I mean, I don't know if Bill's, like, smart, like, super smart. Because mm-hmm. he's been tricked before. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Like, that's never really established. I think, well. It's like when he wants something, he doesn't care if he's yeah, finally, I think, okay. I think that's what it is. I think he is so kind of consumed by the thing he wants. And he thinks, I think he thinks that he's in such a position of power that people wouldn't dare go against him. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that is. That's how I kind of interpret that. Bill goes into the mind of whoever that may be, um, Ford, um, and he sees kind of like there's a store. He goes behind the door. That door looks familiar, it, though. He, the door does look familiar. I feel like we've seen it before. Uh, opens it up, and it is the Mystery Jack, and it's just Stan, Stan just hanging out. They think twin power. Yeah. So we realize that they switched, and Stan says, hey, I do a good, pretty good impression, huh? Yep, no, he switches, and then uh, Ford, he's hesitant, but he does it. He pulls the trigger, and he erases Stan's mind completely. Well, not, com- I mean, he gets almost completely. his memories. His memories, but anything that, you know, any space that Bill could occupy. Shoop. Yeah. Shoop. So, Bill is defeated. Woo! Because of the sacrifice. That Stan was like Stan's willing to sacrifice himself, especially when he knows that like Mm -hmm. it was probably his fault, and he shouldn't let petty things get in the way. Yeah. So you know, Stan kind of does. He kind of tries to redeem himself by putting himself on the front lines. Yep. Very good. Very good. Um. So yeah. So Bill is shattered into a million pieces. Hooray! Yay! Bill Cipher is defeated. We did it. Huzzah. The end. Nothing bad happened. Nothing bad happened, except back in the real world. Um, so as kind of weird Mageddon starts to fade away, like the monsters are going away, like monsters are getting kind of sucked back into whatever void they, from whence they came. Um, things are getting a lot less weird looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we see Stan, Ford, Dipper, uh, Mabel, and here's the thing. Um, when you wipe somebody's memories... They don't remember no. who you are. Nope. So Ford has to explain to the kids that um, Stan, in, in, in a way, is gone. But Stan, Stan it, comes too. He just doesn't remember anything. It's so sad. It's really, it's really sad. They're very upset. Mabel mm-hmm. is very, very upset, and it's sad. Yeah, but even Dipper cries. Yeah. Dipper gets emotional. They all get emotional. Seuss? Seuss gets, gets very emotional. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very, like, uh, it's a very sad scene. Cause it's like, you know, cause he did make a sacrifice. Even though if he's not dead, they're still like, in a way he is gone. Yeah. Um, so, and then we end it there at the end. Everybody go home. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's been great. So, uh, but no, they take, you know, Stan doesn't know who he is, but they, they are able to take him back to Mystery Shack and he doesn't recognize his surroundings at all. He doesn't really know what's going on. And they have to find a way, but they want to find a way to, to bring Stan back. Somebody that thought time travel was going to be involved. You, yeah, you thought, how, how are they, how is that going to work? 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, I, we saw Blar Blar. I thought there'd be some more time travel coming back. That's fair. That's fair that you would think that. I didn't re- I understand. I, and like the way they kind of did it seemed a bit silly. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what Mabel, you know, what she wants to do, she wants to get Stan to remember. So she takes out all of her summer memories. She has a big old scrapbook. She does love to scrapbook. That is, that is a very well-established fact. Yes. Um, so, and she's taking out her summer scrapbook, and she is, starts showing Stan everything. Mm-hmm. And Stan doesn't get it. He does, he does, he's like, he doesn't know who these people are. He doesn't know why he's being showed this. He doesn't really understand what's going on. But at least Waddles is there. So Waddles jumps up to say hi to Stan, and, st- <laughs> and Stan tells Waddles to get off and they're referring like, to him <gasps> as Waddles. So... It's coming back, y'all. Yeah. It's coming back. So they, they, so they keep going through the summer trying to jog his memories. Um, and slowly but surely, his memories come back to him. It, it's a bit silly. It's a bit, it's a bit like... Deus Ex Machina. Deus Ex Machina, but, but it's like a super quick turnaround. Because it's like, oh, yeah. it's a very sad thing. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, this is super emotional. Oh. And like, I'm like literally like, like 90 seconds later, it's like, oh, he's back now. I mean, they couldn't even do a thing where he got, like, some of his memories back mm-hmm. and not all of them. Oh, oh, that would be – somehow that would be sadder. I don't know why, like, that would be Well, no, no, but it, you could have done a thing of, like, it's, like, a process where, like, it's yeah. definitely going to take some time. So, it's, like, you maybe got, like, a, a portion of his memories back and, like, through this you can get the rest of them back, but it's going to take some time and not, like, five days. Right. So it's a bit silly. I'm I'm more forgiving because it's a kid's show. Okay. I know there's, like, a bit – like, I know it's, like – there is like a bit more like under not understanding, but like it's not like for like little little kids, right? It's for like maybe like twelve year olds, mm-hmm. but still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of I forgive I forgive it. Okay, I still think it's silly, but silly, but yeah, no, I understand. Um, but so we kind of pull out and see that uh, Gravity Falls is slowly but surely getting back to normal. The mayor has enacted the Never Mind All That Act. <laughs> where the idea is that everyone's going to return to normal. We're going to forget everything ever happened. Um, and we're just going to kind of go about our lives. And if anyone talks about it, the cops are there with tasers. <laughs> so Sheriff Loves and Deputy Derlin, they have gone mad with power. And also, love. They're so cute. They love each other. Do they have a cottage? Maybe. Oh, you, they, would, they would be, they'd have a nice life in that cottage. A life in the cottage. So, yeah. And I also like that the um, Northwest family has gone broke because since Preston Northwest basically sold his soul to Bill, he put all his money in weirdness bonds, which have no thing anymore. So they have to sell the mansion, which like, you know, suck it. They get some some money, though. They get them some money. Um, the Pacific is only going to have one pony. <laughs> to their face. <laughs> she can only have one pony. But um, on the bright side... Uh, Fiddleford H. McGucket uh, has regained his memory, so he's back. He's back to being a functional person for the Meh. most part, and has made millions of dollars patenting his inventions. He sold his patents to the U.S. government. Um, I bought the mansion. So, the so I guess the government now has uh, just like robots, like giant uh, sea monster bots. Now, don't That's think terrifying. about it. That's terrifying. What hell have you wrought, McGucket? All right, true. Yeah, he's McGucket. Really, is a chaotic neutral type, isn't he? Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so he and he, so basically, McGucket decides he's going to buy the Northwest Manor. Yep, with his money. 
And then we see that Stan Pines has regained all of his memory and they are going to celebrate with a birthday, with a party. Yay! For Mabel's 13th birthday. And then meanwhile, and then uh, Bodacious T is going to announce a new sport called Death Ball. So that was really funny. What does that entail? Death. And a ball. The Hunger Games? Maybe. Don't think about it. So, okay. um, but so we're back at the Mystery Shack and we see some of our, some of our favorites. Of course, we see Stan, Ford, Seuss, Wendy, Candy, and Grenda are singing happy birthday to Dipper and Mabel. And the whole town has gathered to celebrate as well. Hooray! And they say it's the least that they can do to the, for the Pines after all that they've done. And uh, Gideon says that um, he's no longer going to be evil and he will open up his heart to kindness. A little bit. Mostly. Mostly. He's, he's working on it. He's trying, he, he wants to be a normal kid now, uh, which is great. I mean, but he's still going to keep his prison friends, obviously. You know what? He's learning. <laughs> he's, he's working on it. I hope he gets some help. And so, yeah, now it's time for them to blow out the candles. Um, Dipper says he would have wished for Adventure Mystery and Friends, but now he realizes he has all of that already. <laughs> and Mabel wants to shrink everybody down so she can bring them home in her pocket, um, which isn't possible. Or maybe it's possible. Yeah. Well, Ford has a mermaid man's belt, right? <laughs> yeah, you have to set it to M uh, for Minnie. Or W for Wumbo. So now uh, they blow out the candles, and now they are officially teenagers. Hooray! They're technically, technically teenagers. Well, 13. Yeah. You're thir- a uh, 13, technically a teenager. Um, oh, remember those times? Oh, yeah. You were, yeah, we were like 13. You're like, wow, I'm a teenager now. That's so cool. Um, then you get over it real quick. Then you get over it. It's not that great. Um, so, and then we see Pacifica and so, and she's, she's better now. She, cause she gift wrapped all the presents. And broke a nail. Broke a nail. That's sweet. While they are opening presents, um, Ford and Stan kind of step aside and Ford kind of explains that he has detected a strange anomaly in the middle of the Arctic Ocean and he wants to investigate, but he thinks he's too old to do it alone. Mm -hmm. So he would like some help. Which means that the um, the Stan twins are going to have that sailing it, around the venture that they've always wanted. Yay! And they're both the Stan war. But what about the oh. shack? Um, but yeah, so nobody's around to watch the shack, um, and you know the town's already had enough weirdness. So Stan thinks it's time to close the shack, um, except Seuss kind of overhears and he interjects. And he says that there's no way they can close the shack because, you know, the shack means a lot to the town, but it also means a lot to him. It's so beautiful. So um, Stan decides that, oh, I didn't think I had, you know, hands leave it until now. Um, and he names Zeus the new mystery. I just star. thought it was going to be a thing or just Stan assumed he could just give it to Zeus. Yeah, right. I was like, you didn't already think that? Stan? And then Zeus is all happy. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm to moves in immediately. <laughs> it's a bigger house. It's nice. Yeah. Well, oh, nice. It's not, well, it's not the worst. Yeah. And Zeus is a good handyman. It's true. So we can fix it up. Fix it. Fixing. Fixing it. Now the time has come for the summer to end. We got we to pack it all in. Um, and so we see, you know, the attic has been cleared out. Everyone is packed up and they are at the, the bus stop waiting for the bus to take them back to california mm-hmm. so you know everyone says their goodbyes um so apparently nobody's going to away anymore um mabel is she makes i like she makes a, a sweater for stan which is really funny 
and Wendy wishes Dipper a goodbye, and you know they says, switch hats. Yeah, and you know she says that you know he really means a lot to her, um, and she takes his hat and gives him hers, and then she also gives him a letter to say to open next time he misses Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like a really touching scene. I really, yeah. I really love it. Yeah, it was it's good. just like oh, it's just heartfelt, you know, and everyone has their everyone just like. You know, it's good. I don't know how to describe it. It's just good. It made me feel things. Waddles was sad. Waddles was sad. Well, right, because Waddles, you know, they, uh, Mabel says like, her how- parents wouldn't, don't want a pig. Um, but Stan eventually says no. that, uh, no, if I had to deal with this thing all summer, your parents can deal with the pig and throws Waddles on the thing. Good. And, and then threatens the bus driver. Good. Um, great. <laughs> Which is really funny. Uh, both uh, Stan and Ford <laughs> kind of, she's like, Kind of showing the weapon. Ford just has a gun. The, the funniest thing about Ford is that his weapon is a gun. It's just gun. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, so don't think about it. Yeah, Dipper Mabel hugs Stan in a very touching moment. Um, and before they step on the bus, Dipper asks Mabel if she is if she's ready for the unknown. No, don't do it. Um, <laughs> So, and then they enter the bus and they, they leave and it's just, yeah. And it's just a really, then there's like an ending montage, but then, well, so, and it closes with a dipper providing narration, which we haven't seen since the very first episode. So it's very nice bookends. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's talking about, you know, the mysteries of gravity falls. Um, he encourages those who are curious about the town to come visit and find their own adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then as dipper is kind of narrating, we start seeing kind of, how all the things are going in the rest of Gravity Falls. We see McGucket officially moving into the Northwest Manor, where he just drops <laughs> two things, and he's like, I moved in! Um, we see that, we see Seuss running the Mystery Shack, with Melody is there. Yay! We missed her, we love her. Well, didn't She's she so not good. live there, though? She didn't live there, but she could be back. That's fair. Yeah, so, but um, things are getting serious. Yay! Oh, they I, were cute together. They're so cute. I like it. Like it says, uh, Seuss wears Stan's old costume and has made a statue, uh, made a statue of Stan in his honor, which frightens many of the tourists, which like kind of par for the course for yeah. the shack. Um, and then we see Stan and Ford piloting a boat in the ocean and punching Cthulhu. It was a giant squid. I think there, there was a Cthulhu at some point. I think when we were going to part one, there was like a very Cthulhu-esque monster. Okay. Uh, but this is just a giant squid. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, and their boat is called the Stan of War 2. Um... And then Dipper opens the letter to Wendy, and it says, see you next summer. And it's signed by everyone at Gravity Falls, all their friends. Aww. And then the credits roll, and then it just see, shows, like, little things yeah. that are going on. We see um, some of the people that we, we haven't seen in a long time. Like, we see Dipper's clones three and four, who we, they ran off, and then we never saw them again. But they looks like they're doing well. Yeah. Um, we see Quentin Tremblay. Uh, and then we just see kind of... A lot of just fun other things happening yeah. around Gravity Falls. And then the credits end with a photo of Mystery Twins and their uh, and Waddles on the back of us and pulling into Piedmont, California. And then right before things cut to black, we see a <laughs> we see a petrified Bill Cipher in live action, isolated deep in the forest, which is a real thing, by the way. <laughs> Where? There is <laughs> I think I have to go back and read that. Um, no, I forget what happened. It was like a whole saga where there was literally just like a stone bill cipher they hid in the woods somewhere in Oregon <laughs> and people had to go find it. It was cool. Can we go find it? Um, I think somebody got it. I think, I think they got it. Um, 
But anyway, so, um, but that, that's it, man. We did it. Gravity Falls, we did it. We did it. Oh, um, please explain to me all your thoughts. Well, I don't know. Like, I liked, I definitely, with the, with the finale, I was satisfied. Right. With everything. I guess, I, I think it only got the biggest, I had a couple, like, things where it's kind of like, it felt like a lot of uh, Ford's character development yeah. was a tad rushed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. I agree with well, you. Well, the fact that like, he did, did care about, like, everybody, it, it never felt that way until then. Right. And it, yeah. And you could even do a thing of just kind of, like, he did it, like, it's, like, you could do a thing of, like, oh, I didn't realize I cared about this thing until they were in danger. Right. That's fine. It didn't feel that way, though. Right. It was just kind of, like, turn, like, kind of turn on the dime. Yeah. It, it Some of the, the characterization was, I felt, like, a little off just to kind of suit how the plot needed to go. Yeah. And so, and that kind of, yeah, that was kind of like, oh, it wasn't the strongest mm-hmm. part of it to me. Cause like, cause Stan's whole thing, like, like I got it and mm-hmm. it like made sense to a point, but at some point it felt like a little too petty after all the kind of the growth that Stan went through for the past. I don't really seasons. mind that with Stan. Cause I kind of felt like he never really got over his pettiness specifically with Ford. Right. Yeah. So it was more understandable right. with me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But um, no, and like I agree we with said, said with Ford. Yeah, like we said, like with Sam, like he gets really petty until he realizes that he fucked up. Yeah. And then also, so That's the alien thing. Okay, yeah. Did so they just brought did they just brought that in at the last minute? I I think the idea of the alien thing was because it was something that happened millions of years ago. Yeah. So it wasn't like aliens crashed here in the sixties. What's up with that? It was more of a, um, and I guess like, like that, like in the formation of like, even what gravity falls even is like mm-hmm. formation as like literally the earth was forming. Um, this one event happened. And I think that was the trigger for the weird magnet of gravity. So falls. basically all the weird stuff already existed in the world. Mm-hmm. And then the aliens crashed and then gravity falls became like the hell mouth. Kind of. For all the stuff. Okay. Kind of like that, yeah. Um, I guess also, because like we said, like they were trying to be like everything where it's like a government paranormal show and like a fantasy show and a sci-fi show. Yeah. I don't really think they did a good well mixing it all together. Oh, okay. Interesting. Like most, I think for the, like it's definitely one of like the better examples. Yeah. But like the government stuff doesn't, like I think it felt like you thought like more stuff like after you discover before it is like other stuff is going to come back into play like with the like thought maybe the government would and then it turns right. out like it never comes back again right it was just up until nobody seems kind of that that played a yeah part. yeah okay. so yeah but overall i i, I liked it yeah interesting interesting i i'm i'm trying to think of like what i want to say now versus what i want to say in the like the live stream because i want to try to make this oh like, yeah live stream guys Oh, yeah, live stream is happening. Um, so I want to try to make this, like, us covering these episodes specifically. Yeah, yeah. And then the live stream, we'll cover, like, the full thing, which is to get you guys to come to the live stream. Um, I might make a video. Like, either, like, one of us will make a video saying, like, hey, we're doing a live stream. We might put it in between episodes or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be. Wanna, do you want to announce the date for that? Yeah. All right, so folks, we will be doing. Um, we do this for all of our shows. If you're new to once the end close fam, um, once we finish a show, we wrap everything up, and then we do a live stream wrapping up the whole show. So you notice, even though it's the finale, we're just going to talk about really these episodes mm-hmm. this season. But if you want to hear our thoughts about everything, um, cover anything and everything about the show, you can come and join us on Sunday, March fifteenth. Yeah. The Eyes of March. Oh, yeah. It'll be the Eyes of March. Oh, what a great day to do that, too. I'm excited. Um, Listen, that's the day Crocker became Crocker. Oh, true. I know. We'll we'll have to do a little special thing for that. Um, Will we? No. But uh, Sunday, March 15th. 
15th. We'll have more details either coming soon. They're either on the channel already um, or they will be on here. Yeah, and the stream, I don't think we, we didn't actually pick a, like a time when it's going to start. I was going to say either two or three. What, yeah, what did we do it last time? What did, like did two. We do either two or four. We did it four last time, didn't we? No, yeah, but we were also had plans that night. So, yeah. Like, we did either two or four. So, it's going to be in the noon time. We probably already have figured out a time by now. So, it's just, like, here. Here, yeah. Probably. But it's going to be about two hours long. Um, we'll yeah. do the Gravity Falls stuff. If you have any questions for us, um, we're, if you want to talk about uh, – if you have any questions about the next year that we're doing, which we're going to announce soon. Yeah. Like, within the next, like, ten minutes. Yay. So – if you have questions about that, you can ask us in the live stream. Right. Because uh, we'll see the chat thing, the chat doodly do. Oh, yeah. We'll have a chat. Yeah. And if you can't make it to the stream and you want to ask us specific questions on there, either comment on this video um, or you can email us wittyclothes at gmail.com or you can just even like tweet at us at wittyclothes on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but we find that like email for, for questions is, is good. Yeah. So. Especially like a lot. And, if you, and that yeah. could be about Gravity Falls. It could be and, and, or like whatever else. Yeah, you can even ask us about any other show we've done in the past because sometimes we might backtrack. Um, <laughs> like always. We end up talking about anything and everything. You all know us. But so yeah, live stream is happening. Um, we just want a quick plug for that um, before we get kind of talk about the the rest of the stuff we feel about mm-hmm. this episode. Um, so thanks. But um, so yeah, so Gravity Falls. Yep. <laughs> um, that, that was related to Gravity Falls. because it, it was. And so I think I was talking about, oh, things that um, my kind of comments are things that I wasn't sure to bring up now we're in the live stream. I think I'll mention it briefly now and I'll, I'll kind of explore more of it in the live stream. Okay. Um, I always felt like the back half of season two had is pretty strong, but it could have been its own. It could have been a longer season. Um, two season. I thought this could have been a three season show. I thought a three season yeah. show would have been like the perfect length. Mm-hmm. Two seasons is fine, but it definitely some stuff gets rushed. Like once you introduce Ford, we really don't have a lot of time to learn about him as a character. Yeah. Um. So and that's kind of piggybacking off of what you said. And it's like, well, Ford is kind of established in this way, and then he kind of makes a turn. And it, while it makes sense, it's not like you know, kind of smooth. It's not a kind of a smooth mm-hmm. transition. Um, but Disney didn't cancel the show after two seasons. Like no, the, it was planned to be two seasons. I think it should have, they should have made I it th- Yeah, seasons. I think like not what he seems or even like a tale of two stands should have been like a season two finale. Yes. And then season three. Absolutely, yeah. Should have happened. I, I agree. That's, I feel the, I feel very strong, I feel the same way. I feel strongly about that. Yeah. Um, not to say I didn't like this or that this did a lot of stuff wrong. I don't think it did. I just mm-hmm. thought there was a lot of things that we could have explored more, some things that were brought up pretty late mm-hmm. that was like, oh, I would have liked to see more with that. Um, I was a fan, you know, the, the Zodiac Wheel or whatever. And so I actually don't mind that that wasn't the way to beat Bill Cipher because... Um, I think we had established was a way to beat Bill Cipher. Yeah. That like, again, I think that was like the safe way to beat Bill Cipher. Right, right. I, I don't mind that they didn't use that because, you know, the idea... Because, like, I don't mind there being, like, oh, there's a prophecy, and but, like, the prophecy is bogus. Like, that's fine. But, like, something about this mystery that was kind of built up that, like, we've seen since episode one, and for them to just, like, kind of put it in the last, like, little bits of season, like, that season finale, I'm like, I think we could have, like, explored that a little more. Like, it was something yeah, maybe- that was, like, hinted at. And so I would like to see more, like... I don't know. I would like to see more with it. It's okay if it wasn't the way to beat Bill Cipher, but I felt like it should have had more of a role. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how I felt about that. Um, and so maybe on the maybe on the live stream, I'll talk about how maybe like I would have done it because I, you know, what I like to do, I like to rewrite shows. That's but, accurate. But yeah. So that's kind of how I felt about that. I do like these episodes. I think out of weird, the weird Mageddon, like the three or four parts, depending on how you look at it. 
I think my, I think rewatching this, I think I've established, um, Weird Again part one, I think is my favorite out of yeah. them. I, cause I think it was, it was the strongest. I think the characters were at their strongest. Um, it was, it was high energy, mm-hmm. like, and it was just first seeing it, you know, and seeing like all those like designs, seeing like mm-hmm. the monsters, seeing kind of like the madness and the weirdness. And I think this, that was, it was, it was super, super strong. I think the third part had a lot of high energy to it. Like when, once the shack was like off the ground and stuff, but as far as, but I think the first part was like more solid. I think like, so the, to me, the first part kind of like, that's like obviously when you see all the weird stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, um, like a shock value kind of thing. Yeah. But then also that's what kind of like the most like action, like go, 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 go yeah. kind of thing. And then the other two are kind of like, they, they're slowed down a bit. Right. That's kind of my thinking. Yeah. And it's not that I don't like the other parts is that that was the one that I think, uh, like resonated like strongest or yeah. was like was the tightest. Yeah, I think um, part two is the weakest. Yeah, but like also that's like the middle part, <laughs> and a lot of times the middle's the weakest. Right, you can't really have like a middle or an end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think part three kind of had like more of like the everything. Yeah, I feel like on like a technical level that's the strongest. Okay, but I think the part one is like my favorite, like the one I would go back to because it's just kind of fun. Right, exactly. Um, and But I also just like the ending um, just really gets me in my emotion spots. Like, because I, I was really feeling it. Like, I've already seen this show before. Like, I already know how it ends. But still, rewatching it and seeing just like them saying goodbye and then just kind of like seeing everyone kind of go beyond the summer. Like, you know, the summer comes to the end and we're not afraid to step into the unknown. Yeah, we kind of look out into what it is. Um, and I think that's just really well done. And the book ends with the narrative narration is you know like i know like it's kind of obvious but like oh like i feel like it's just good yeah you know? it's a feel it is a feel yeah and even if bill says that he can show you a world shining splint shimmering splendid <laughs> don't, don't go. believe him what well, episode which one was that in which episode uh oh two okay that, that, yeah <laughs> that was good shining shimmering splendid um that was really that is thanks disney it, the, you have some perks when you when you work for Disney. You can use some Disney references. I know because of another show we're gonna do later on, not the next show, mm-hmm. but a show later on. Mm. Right. So, what else do we want to talk about um, in these episodes that we really want to get out now um, and don't want to save for later? I I think I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, like I would actually enjoy. I know it's probably not happening anytime soon. Right. I would enjoy like a ten year thing. Like a, not like a reunion, but like a uh, like a se- like a season. Yeah. Just like, hey, they're gonna maybe like a time skip season. Yeah, I don't. I mean, how old would Stanford Ford be? Ah, they're still they they're still be kicking. It's fine. Yeah, it's like you can bring them back and like, like maybe they're coming back to the shack just to like see how everything's going and mm-hmm. like Dipper and Mabel will come back for the summer. Right. They see everybody, see what everybody's doing, and maybe Bill Cipher comes back because that wasn't really, it wasn't alluded that he could have come back. He, I feel like he could come, if Stan's memory could come back, you would think that Bill would be able to come back, right? Like, yeah. I think you could do. He would do, probably just be, like, sent back to, like, his nightmare dimension or whatever. Yeah, I, I think you could maybe even do, like, I think you could do, like, a 10-year, like, comeback, like, thing. Yeah. And even, like, and you don't even have to say, like, they're coming back after 10 years. Maybe they came back once or twice again. Like, right. I don't know why... Dipper and Mabel's parents would send them back to hang out with some random guy who they don't know is not a member of the family being Zeus. Uh, but, like, but but they would be old enough where they're like, ah, you're, like, old now, so it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, but, so, like, and it doesn't have to be, like, a 20-episode thing. You can even do, like, like a like shorter. A series, yeah. Like, like a 12-episode, maybe. Yeah. Cool. You know what? We should think about how 
what kind of stuff would happen, and then we should talk about it in the live stream. Yeah. Um, and then Disney Plus can take our ideas. Yay. Because I don't think but Alex Hirsch, me. Does Alex Hirsch have the rights to Gravity Falls, technically? Um, I don't... Yeah, I think that belongs to Disney, and he's working for Netflix now. So... Can they work on a deal? <laughs> well, we'll think about it. We got, yeah, we got, we got, we got some time. Um, if anybody knows Alex Hirsch, tell him to tweet at us. Yeah, maybe. Just, or just tell him to say hi. He can hang out with us. We'll have chips and dip. So, but yeah, so, I, yes, yes, t- yes, yes. Anyway, trivia? Yeah, so let's, uh, y'all want some trivia? I'd say, like, let's do trivia, and then do you want to either do the comic corner and then announce the next show or do you want to announce the next show and then do comic corner um, so people can stay um let's do comic corner and then announce the next show okay so stick around guys stick around we're gonna be in this for the long haul okay um trivia uh this episode uses a different version of the weird begin theme song by using the full length version of the intro and with dipper mabel and stan in their normal roles in the song all right um in little dipper seuss Wearing Stan's fez, looking at himself in the mirror and saying, one day, foreshadowed him becoming Stan's replacement. The backwards message at the end of the theme song says, goodbye, Gravity Falls. Bye. Bye. Um, This episode is the only episode to have uh, flashed two end card pages, one halfway through and one at the end of the episode. Uh, This is because it is a special one hour long episode taking the length of two episodes. Okay. It is also the only episode to have two keyboards appearing in the background by the key symbol. Oh, keywords. Sorry. Oh, okay. Keywords. Okay. Nice. Oh, after the credits, a split image of Bill. A Bill statue buried in the ground is shown uh, through a Blair Witch style camera filter. This was a clue to the cipher hunt. The cipher hunt. Let me see. I'm going to go to the page here. It's not Gravity Falls, Costa Rica. Cipher hunt was an augmented reality game about Gravity Falls created by Alex Hirsch. Uh, the goal of the game was to find an actual statue of Bill Cipher briefly against in the series finale by retrieving uh, and decoding clues hidden in various locations around the world. The first ones to uh, well, first ones to the statue received a prize, though the hunt was mainly about the journey and not the destination. It began on July 20th, 2016 and finished on August 2nd, 2016. How did people do that around the world in like a month? Mm-hmm. A month? Less than a month. Uh, the power of the internet. Um, so oh, so it wasn't like a t- like two people were like running around and like no, yeah, I think it was people were sharing stuff. Uh, so you like went around like your like if so they gave you like places where it was and then people went around and like took pictures. Uh, there's a, it's all laid out here. I won't go through the whole thing. Um, Live stream. It's actually cool. Um, what happened to it? <laughs> Did Disney get in the way? Oh, Bill and the puzzle are now both housed at Confusion Hill. Along with a special treasure uh, cache for, for anyone who wishes to seek it out. Uh, the fans have since taken and left treasures for fans' future pilgrimages. So there's always something uh, for someone on their own cipher hunt. The promised reveal of deleted scenes from Gravity Falls has yet to be fulfilled. <laughs> Look at that. It's just, it's just hanging out. Uh, love it. Can you imagine you're just like casually walking around and just like, what the? Especially if you don't get it. What the heck? Um, <laughs> although the, the the subtitles translate the French Lilliputian speech to the words, um, I don't believe that was French. What he's saying is je ne sais quoi, sacre bleu au revoir, which means whatever, damn, goodbye. Yeah. The, the character said the same line, go for, but the subtitle translated as, I don't actually know French. <laughs> uh, 
Alex Hirsch has said that he teared up while writing the final scene of this episode. I would too. I was feeling emotions. Yeah. Um, the only times the phrase take back the falls is mentioned in the episode is on a flag outside the mystery shack and on the flag that Seuss is holding before the mystery shack battle. Oh, <laughs> when Mabel reads to Stan from her scrapbook, she suggests that Stan gave her her grappling hook on her, her and Dipper's second day of Gravity Falls, implying that the events of Taurus Trap uh, took place on the second day as well. However, this is unlikely given that Dipper mentioned the, uh, the establishment of a boring routine at the beginning of Taurus Trap. When will the math be correct, Alex? <laughs> when will it be correct? Kaylin. Yeah. You're thinking about it. You know what you should do. Stop. Yes. This was the only episode of Gravity Falls to air in 2016. Woohoo! What a year that was. Oh, yeah. I think it was like February. Oh. Nothing bad happened that year, right? Yikes. Um, so, uh, when Gideon is doing a cute dance in the cage, the music that plays is Scott Joplin's The Entertainer. Uh, during the Shackatron's montage, the anime that Seuss and McGucket are watching is a reference to Neon Genesis Evangelion. That's a fun one. What is that? It's an anime. Uh, it's a classic 90s anime that's kind of messed up. Um, <laughs> but I love it. So what are the, what are the cryptograms? The cryptograms, cryptograms. During the ending credits of the first half of the episode, uh, there's a cryptogram that reads, Seuss later forced McGucket to watch all 900 hours of Neon Crisis Mechabot Boy Revelations. <laughs> um, How long would that take? A long time. Okay. The page section revealed at the end of the first half of the episode um, translates to... Ten symbols placed around a wheel, hand in hand, they'll bond the seal, but break the chain and pay the cost. The prophecy will all be lost. Oh. Ho, 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 ho. There's a code on the bus seat uh, that translates to secrets lost and statues uh, found beyond the rusty gates. And then hidden deep within the woods, a buried treasure waits, um, which is um, hinting to the cipher hunt. The giant statue of Bill Cipher that was just in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, hilarious. During the end credits of the second half of the episode, there is a cryptogram uh, that translates to goodbye, gravity falls. And then the page at the end translates to faded pictures bleached by sun. The tales told the summer's done. In memories, the pines still play on a sunny summer's day. How do you explain that to your parents? You don't. They're probably just like, oh, Mabel, you have such a wild imagination. What That's if Dipper says it too? so funny. Ah, uh, kids. <laughs> yeah, they don't really have any like physical evidence that anything happened. They have a pig. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything weird happened. Oh, uh, yeah. That just means they went to a fair mm-hmm. and Mabel got a pig. Nice. And named it Waddles because he waddles. Oh, the, um, the bus driver was voiced by Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> Why? Uh, because McLaughlin played uh, Dale Cooper on Twin Peaks. No, I get that, but like... Gravity Falls has a lot of Twin Peaks inspiration from it, so it was it was a nod. It was a nod. Oh, Kyle McLaughlin. All right, anything else before we move on? No. All right, folks, thank you for joining us. It is time for a comment corner. And then stick around for the end to find out what our next show is, which will be interesting. You better. Because I uh, got the power back. All right, we're going to do Dungeons, Dungeons, and More Dungeons, and the Stanturian Candidate. And then the rest of them will probably do on the live stream. Last, uh, yeah, and then we'll, we'll wrap everything else up on the, the live stream. Uh, Dungeons, Dungeons, and More Dungeons. My friend Kit says, we should play D&D. I just got into the Adventure Zone, and I really want to play. Yo, Adventure Zone is good, though. Is that the sh- that's, a, that's a podcast. Oh, I think, that's a, what am I thinking of? Are you thinking, uh, I don't know, are you thinking of a D&D thing? No, I'm thinking of a show, like a TV show. Mm-hmm. From Days of Yonder. 
I have no idea. Venture Brothers. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I know stuff. You know, yeah. You know, you know many things that I do not know. Um, Shorn first. Uh, oh, this is when you gave me my hat. This hat right here. Yeah, I'm wearing it. So Shorn first says, "Yeah, I helped. Happy birth miss. Well, thank you. It was it was a lovely birth miss." The true mystery of Gravity Falls. Why isn't Dipper quacking? <laughs> Detective isn't real. Enough of your lies. The, this episode's moral. Don't step to the wizard because the wizard don't play. Amen. You tell him. Yep. Um, James Wilson. Where has Ford been without getting too spoilery? Uh, not other Disney properties, although there's an interesting DuckTales fic where Huey, Dewey, and Louie take the place of Dipper and Mabel. Um, and Donald has spent the year trying... Oh, interesting. Some DuckTales fiction. Very nice. Meta no. fun. Oh. That'd be funny, though, if the DuckTales went into the um, DuckTective show mm-hmm. and they were like to the duck, like, what are you saying? <laughs> what? He had a twin the whole time. That's the big reveal. Uh, hence the fit author leak to get the hounds off the scent. There's a reason why if you look up trolling creator on TV tropes, you see a picture of Alex Hirsch. Ooh. Nice. I'm a f- I am a fan of TV tropes. Zom uh, says, I love Sothera. Don't worry, Dara. I get why you like it. It's fun. <laughs> it's a fun little movie. It also says, uh, yes, Jumanji is based on a children's book with no words. It's a picture book. Oh, really? Okay. I did not know that. But you have to yell Jumanji in order to get out of the game. Mm-hmm. And we all want to get out of it. You don't want to start playing Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Ever. Because either something bad's going to happen in your world or you're going to go into a different world. Although maybe me join Johnson. Nice. That, that's not all bad, right? No. Not all bad. Um, Detective is for the show what Angels with Fifthly Souls is for Home Alone. <laughs> I, saw, I don't think I've ever actually seen Home Alone. What? Interesting. That's so interesting. I've seen some of Home Alone 2. And I think I've seen the third and the fourth one. Wow. Those don't count. But one of them is Scarlett Johansson. Oh, really? She's the third one. But she was like a kid. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Um, With Dare's excitement over other possible dimensions, y'all should totally watch a show called Sliders. I don't think I know that one. Neither do I. Oh. Is that like an oldie show or a new? Yeah. A nudie show. No, that doesn't work. Oh, this other comment from Shorn Force. I love the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Fun to see the title make a cameo in your video. Thank you for noticing. Um, there were trailer games for younger players, and I had a couple. Uh, those were board games uh, rather than RPGs. Interesting. Okay. Aww, that was Dungeons, Dungeons, and more Dungeons. And now we're going to move on to the next video, which is... The Centurion Candidate. Ah, thank you. You're so good. Ivy Inkwell says, you cosplayed as Wirt, huh? But a picture you can see it i have no shame um this halloween 2019 i was the beast mom was worried about possible blackface accusations so the face paint wasn't that accurate and nobody knew who the heck i was but that in spirit that hauntingly creepy villain is worth it nice good for you yes yeah. about however you want without doing blackface perfect yes um edit spoilers see what you made me do ivy that's what james wilson says that's really funny um I explained to Ali at Hell's Mirror, who is Ein Fräulein Deutsche. I think you would say Ein... What would you say? Ein Deutsche Fräulein? I speak German. Um, so that American elections aren't quite this weird. Um, hmm. Ford and Bill Cipher sharing a body? Strange theory, Dara. What are you thinking? Apparently I was, apparently I was wrong. But also right. Was I? I mean, like, Bill, he, he went into his mind. 
This was before that was revealed. Uh, yeah. So, like, you were both right and wrong at the same time, yet again. <laughs> I love it. Um, and Ivy Inkwell said, not going to lie, that scene was terrifying, and I love it. Um, and then Zom says, to be fair, I'm 25, and I've never gotten to why girls feel like they need to wear makeup. Should we explain this one? Sometimes we like it. Sometimes it's more, it's not like. You don't need to wear a lot. You don't, it's not like, okay, so like. So, like, let's we're, – we're just going to lay this out here. So, like – I know girls, you don't love wearing makeup. Girls don't feel like they need to. Like, girls wear it because they like it. So, I mean, there is, like, the makeup, like, industry culture of, like, some people do feel like they need it. But most, they just wear it because they like it. And there's, like, really good makeup artists. Like, I only wear a yeah. little bit because I like wearing some eyeliner because it makes my eyes pop. Yeah. Right, right. Because you wear it because you're, like, you're, like, ah, oh, I want to look, like – I want to look look a certain way. It's not like I want. It's not like I want to look better than what I look like now. It's like I want. There's a certain way you want to look, which is why you wear it. Yeah. So I mean, I don't wear makeup because like I don't care. Do you wear like like not like if you're going to like a thing? No. Really? I don't own makeup. <laughs> oh, I thought like you had. I don't even own makeup. I thought no. like for I think like I thought you said you wore it to like a couple convent like for like professional conventions. Oh, like a con? Uh, no, no, not no. a con. Well, con, yeah. But I've, like, only, that... I've only I only wear costume makeup. That's fine. No, I thought like when we were at like prof- like if we ever went to like, professional stuff, I thought mm-hmm. like you did mm-hmm. just for like professional like to look. Yeah. No. Um, okay. I do not. I literally do not own makeup. So like, listen. I get why you might feel like you're like, oh, why do girls feel like they need to wear makeup? But like. Listen, they wear it because they want to. I literally only and own, I like it. yeah, I literally only own like some BB cream and like cover up, mm-hmm. uh, eyeliner and mascara, and I do mm-hmm. own a lip thing because mm-hmm. sometimes I like that. It just my thing is like if I'm going out, I'll, I'll put lipstick on, but then also like it goes away really quickly. Right. So kind of like on a normal day, I probably wear lipstick, but like I like some colors on me, makes my lips look pretty. Yeah, and you know what? You can wear as much or as little as you want. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. So. um... We just we just we, need, we just feel like we need to educate the masses here. We're using our our platform for good. Um, it's like yeah you yeah do whatever you like if you want to wear a lot of makeup because you really like the art like the archery and you like the way it makes you look do it. If you don't want to wear any makeup, don't do it. Do it. Yeah. If you want to wear some makeup, do it. Yeah, look at us. We both have different. We both do different levels of makeuping, and like my it's, it's been cool. a couple of times. I'm gonna worn off. Yeah, it's fine. Although my problem nowadays is that like I end up like because I, I wear it to work, uh-huh. and then I go to the gym, oh. and I don't get a chance to wipe it off. So then like my mascara is just like so you run. just like sweat it off. I sweat it off. <laughs> nice. I probably like not that I should wear makeup, but I should like I don't know, maybe like foundation or something. Uh, um, I mean your face is pretty even. Oh, thank you. I'd say maybe you want to. Sometimes. I'd say maybe if you want to, maybe like eyeliner just to like make your eyes pop. Yeah, that's true. I, the, you see, the problem with being blonde is that um, my like eyelashes, you can just like see right through them. So I look like I don't have eyelashes. <laughs> so that that's my only thing. No, like um, eyeliner. It's like, I know it's hard because like it's like right under your eye. Yeah. I mean, like I know how to do it because like I said, I used to I do it for like, do, like costume. Yeah. Makeup, but anyway. Um, but Anyway, so that's our, our brief PSA about makeup. Thank you for listening. Um, so I think that's that's all. Like, um, oh, I also have another one from Zom that says, um, <laughs> "Do I read this one? Sure, I'll read this one. Um, this episode is way too accurate to real world elections and how deceitful they are." <laughs> I mean, do we do we have a giant eagle that bestows a kiss upon the winner? I wish we did, because that would be way more entertaining than how it actually works. I just don't, but only because I'm scared of eagles. I mean, that's true. But, like, you're not running for public office. So. That is accurate. So, that's fine. I mean, like... And nobody writing the comments down for president. Ain't happening. 
Dara 2020. Dara 2020. Well, no, because I think it would be 35. Oh, yeah. Dara 2040. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not good with politics. That's okay. Um, no, but it's, I think the, it's kind of funny because, like, if you actually look at, like, the rules of how elections work, like, there are some, like, weird rules in there that we don't look at. We're like, eh, that's actually really weird. What is, like, if you're born in the United States... Well, not like if you have to run, but as far as like how like the actual election process works, as far as like like how the electoral college works, as far as like you're not like you vote and like your vote goes to here, which goes to this person, which goes to this person, and this person technically is casting your vote for you, and it's it's weird. Um, look up how the electoral college works. I can assure you that <laughs> there's a reason why abolishing the electoral college was one of the good things on Mabel's one hundred days <laughs> list. <laughs> So anyway, but um, I think that that's all I got. But we have a very important announcement. Yes. Yeah. So we're done with this show. Yeah. So Kaylin no longer has the power. I no longer have the power. I have the power now. Well, and I get to pick a show that I would say uh, I'm taking this uh, uh, idea of like uh, stuff that we're doing from You Must Remember This and like the, what it is. Yeah. So I'm calling it a beach read in March whenever we April. Close enough. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like a, you know, like, it's like a thing. It's like, it's this is going to be significantly shorter. Significantly shorter, yeah. Yeah, because this show may have gotten, you know, beat up by a specific event in 2008. About, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a time. Yeah, and also because, like, this creator who created the show is not, a lot of his shows end up getting canceled very early. Mm-hmm. I have feelings on that. But we'll get to them. But, uh... So yeah, the show episodes it'd be a bit shorter uh, since that there's not much like it's a bit lighter. There are some like plot threads, but they're not super hard to follow. Mm. Uh, but this is also, I'd say, my favorite show. Oh, just like it's a show like I can turn on and yeah. I'll automatically smile because huh. it's just so like fun. Mm-hmm. Besides, you know, the topic, right? Because yes. you know, it's a it's a lot of death. <laughs> it's a lot about death. It's a lot about yeah, death, it's but fine. it's funny. It's a funny show. Death is funny sometimes. Yeah, it's uh, created by Brian Fuller, who is one of my favorite creators of television. He's made mm-hmm. some great stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this show came out in 2008 on ABC, so technically Disney. Technically Disney, yeah. Technically Disney. And, uh, Disney. Go on. So cancel the show. And uh, they uh, cue the theme song. There once was a pie maker who had a gift, a touch that brought the dead to life. The gift followed these rules. Touch a dead thing once, alive. Touch a dead thing twice, dead again forever. Keep a dead thing alive for more than a minute. Something else has The next to... show we're doing is Pushing Daisies. Yay! How much you know about the show? Um, there's a guy and... Name Ronan? <laughs> yes, the accuser. Um, <laughs> who can bring people back to life through touch? Yes. And then shenanigans. Yes. Um, and there's, like, rules to, like, how it works and stuff. Yes. And then he uses that power for good. Maybe. Mostly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, but, yeah, I, I, that's, I really know, like, the basic premise and stuff, mm-hmm. and, and that's about it. So um, I'm excited to check yeah, this out. Yeah, so like we said, this show is actually really short. It's only two seasons and only 22 episodes total Yeah. because of writer strike and then low ratings. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we might get into that discussion because, like, I remember that writer's strike stuff. Yeah, I, rem- I remember the writer's strike. Yeah, I just remember getting upset because all my shows were, like, done for a while. Yeah, like, like a lot of seasons were short and a lot of shows, like, really, like, kind of had to wrap a lot of stuff up yeah. in a not great way. I Yeah, I remember it very, um, pretty Did clearly. They I mean, where are you? I don't know, actually. Yeah, me neither. Okay, Google. Um, so Pushing Days is our next show. Yay. And I have the power back. And you have the power back, but not quite, I mean, not quite yet, because we still have a live stream, That's true. which I will hold the power until, and yeah, then I will but guys, bestow so, the power upon But I you. will say this, because uh, sometimes, like, we don't, because uh, we love you guys, and we love our audience, so if you yeah. came for Gravity Falls, you know, great, hi, but, you know, stick around. You might like Pushing Daisies, you might want to, it might, this might be an excuse for you to watch the show, even though it's not on Amazon anymore. Right, you can watch it along with me. Yeah. Who doesn't know anything about it? Yeah. Well, you know some stuff, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I know the occasional thing, but not to everything. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I'm excited to to. Sh- I think you'll share I think you'll you. enjoy it. Yeah. Because you know, I'm looking forward. To it's a it's, it's basically like things. a mystery procedural, but like with a lot of bright colors. Cool. And pie. Cool. I like pie. Oh, there's a lot of pie. I'm into it. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Also, some puns. Ooh, are they death puns? Okay. Okay. I will. I will. Also, Chris and Chenoweth. Ooh, you raise a good point. You raise a good point. All right. Well, that is very exciting. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. And is that all the time we have? It's seven thirty. It's time to go. How long are we recording this goddamn episode? Holy moly! All right. We, <laughs> it's time, folks. It is time. Um, if you are feeling like there's still some Gravity Falls things. That you have not gotten off your plate. Remember, we do have a live stream. It is coming up on Sunday, March 15th. More mm-hmm. details on that to come. Because um, we're recording this in January, so it's, it's a little far off for us. Yeah. Um, but, so, um, but yeah, so you can always join us for the live stream. Mm-hmm. Um, Gravity Falls is maybe over, but it is not forgotten. Yeah, I, I think we, just in case, like, we want to save these people, though, like, I know, like, recently there's been a bit sporadic with, like, episodes popping up because technology. Yeah. But uh, after the show ends, there's going to be a two-week gap between the last this episode and the live stream. Yeah. And then there's probably be another two-week gap between the live stream and when we start pushing daisies. Yeah, at least. At least. Uh, Maybe yeah. a bit longer. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, take a, we'll take a break, depending on how things fall. Um, because, you know, technology happens and life happens. Well, uh, by that point, I'll be in your laptop, so hopefully technology. Yay! Um, I'm excited for you. Yay! But, so, um, that is all, for, almost all we have for... Gravity Falls. It has been a fun ride. I have enjoyed it thoroughly. It has been, man, a year since we started this. <laughs> Crazy. A lot has happened. Is in it the like year. your shows we that go on for a year? No, both of our shows. Or for Black. For a year. Yeah, that was a year. Yeah, so we're, that was also fifty episodes. We're, we're kind of like averaging a year on on each show. This, I mean, your show will probably take. We'll probably get two shows in a year this time, based on the number of episodes. Um, I don't know whatever. You're, I don't know what show you're doing next. So. Um, I'm, I'm stuck between a couple, but they're both a similar length. Um, they're not very, they're not super, super I know long. the next show that I have after, which I'm not telling, mm-hmm. that's going to be a long time. So we need to figure out that, but yeah. that show is going to definitely, the next, the show after Pushing Daisies and Kaylin's next show is going to yeah. take a while. I think, I think I've said it before on here that I want to, sh- I want to do an anime for my next show. Um, but I'm still, uh, undecided on a few. So if you guys have some suggestions of what you think would be a good first reaction, fan reaction for an anime, uh, let me know. Because I don't watch anime, guys. You Because you've literally never seen anime. I've um, seen, I've seen, a, like... You haven't seen, like... I've seen a movie. 
Yeah, no, you haven't seen it like a series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, different. Um, but it has been fun. Um, it's been real. Stay with us. Um, stay tuned. Join us for live stream. Join us for our next show because we love hearing from you guys. We just think you're all very neat. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to connect with us, of course, you can always find us. We're on YouTube. We're waiting close on there. Um, you can subscribe. Uh, you can like our videos. You can comment. We do try to read those comments on the show and we yep. enjoy them thoroughly. Yep. Um, and... Uh, you can always find us on iTunes. We are Witty Close Productions or First Reaction Fan Reaction in there. And so mm-hmm. you can uh, follow us there. You can rate and review. Always like a nice review. Those are fun as well. Um, and then on our social medias, we're on Facebook. We're Witty Close Productions. Follow us on Twitter at Witty Close. Um, we, we're on Patreon. We are Witty Close on there. And you can always email us wittyclose at gmail.com, especially if you have questions for the live stream, uh, wittyclose at gmail.com. Yep. Send us some questions. Yep. Until next time, we'll see you when we go live. Yeah. Uh, I'm Kaylin Clothier. I'm Dara Whitman. Peace. Peace.